Aaron Crow, Lafayette, The Game, 1037, KLCJ FM, Oak Grove, Lake Charles, The Game, 1041, a Delta Media Station. This game isn't fun. This game is a war. It's time for the two-minute drill. Hurry it up, hurry it up, hurry it up. Powered by FanDuel Sportsbook, where you can make every moment more. Come on, let's go, you guys. Get in here, we got to go fast now. The LSU Tigers got some good news on Thursday as star defensive back Major Burns announced that he would be returning to the team for his senior season. Burns and Tigers will take on the Purdue Boilmakers in the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl in Orlando on Monday. You can listen to the game live here on The Game. Kickoff is set for noon. A night after the men's basketball team took down ranked Arkansas in SEC opener, the LSU women's team did the same with a 69-45 win in Fayetteville. Angel Reese had 19 points and 16 rebounds for her 13th consecutive double-double of the season. The Louisiana Raging Cajuns women's team opened up the Sunbelt Conference play with a 54-41 win over Georgia State. Lanya Wheaton led all scores with 16 points. The UL men, meanwhile, dropped their opener on the road with a 77-76 loss at Coastal Carolina. The Dallas Cowboys beat the Tennessee Titans 27-13 on Thursday night football. Florida State edged Oklahoma in the Cheez-It Bowl 38-35, while Washington outlasted Texas 27-20 in the Alamo Bowl. NBA suspends 11 players involved in the Magic Pistons altercation, and the sports world is mourning Brazilian soccer legend Pele. The only man to have won three World Cups passed away on Thursday at the age of 82. This has been Blaw Bayard with your two-minute drill. Still on the gate, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for LSU Tigers and World Series champion Houston Astros. The two-minute drill has been powered by FanDuel Sportsbook, where you can make every moment more. This weather update on the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles is brought to you by Superior Contract Cleaning, Acadiana's top choice for flood, fire, and mold remediation. Visit superiorcontractcleaning.com. Heavy showers and thunderstorms likely this Friday morning. There is a low risk for severe weather and flash flooding, so be weather aware. By the afternoon, rain chances start to ease up. We'll see temperatures then hovering in the upper 60s to lower 70s under a mostly cloudy sky. From the Lawn, Storm Team Weather Center, I'm Chris Kozar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything, everything, everything gonna be all right this morning. Live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette, here is the producer extraordinaire, Hannah Five Names, and your big, bald, beautiful host, Raymond Parts III, better known as RP3. Dallas Cowboys had their hands full last night against a purposely deleted, depleted, rather, Tennessee Titans team. (laughs) Who's getting closer and closer to being deleted from the postseason conversation. But the Cowboys find a way 27-13. to 
as they win their 12th game of the year and try to keep pace with the Philadelphia Eagles to try to win the NFC East. But more importantly, go ahead and build up some more momentum heading into the postseason, which will begin in less than two weeks. Good morning. Welcome to RP3 and Company on this stormy Friday morning, December 30th. Our final show of 2022, and we got a good one lined up for you today. Of course, I'm the big, bald, and beautiful one joined here in the studio by Miss Hannah Five Names. We're going to get you geared up for LSU-Purdue in the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. Kelly Kitchell will be joining us, former Purdue offensive lineman, teammate of Drew Brees, by the way, and director of operations, and now part of the Boilermakers radio broadcasting. Boilermaker, that's a good nickname. I mean, Boilermaker, that's a good nickname. He'll join us on today's show to help us preview the Citrus Bowl and get a perspective from the Purdue side of things. Also joining us today, later on, on the back end of the show, Chris Vanini, our friend from the Athletic College Football Writer Columnist. We're going to preview the national semifinal games, the New Year's Six Bowl games. That's all coming up with Chris later on today. Then we're going to be talking the association NBA. Who's the biggest surprises? Are the Pelicans for real? What about the Memphis Grizzlies? Is Luka a top three player in the league right now? Dan Favali, our friend from the Bleacher Report, will be joining us to talk all things NBA. And then Ryan Hinton, Dat Boy Wolf, better known on Twitter, from the Saints Twitter podcast will help us preview Saints, Eagles. That's who we got lined up for you today. Four stellar guests to get you prepared for the holiday weekend. Of course, we would love to hear from you. You know this. You know this. You can give us a call on the hotline, 337-706-0111. That's 337-706-0111. Just make sure you're not trying to call us while you're driving in the storm. Let's be safe out there today. If you really want to talk to yours truly, take a moment, pull over on the side of the road and do it that way. Better to be safe than sorry. We're going to get to everything. College football last night. Plenty of bowl action, including a very entertaining Cheez-It Bowl between Oklahoma and Florida State. Texas, Washington duked it out in the Alamo Bowl as well. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to college basketball action, LSU women, UL women, UL men. And we'll talk a little McNeese hoops action as well. Help give you a preview of their conference openers for this weekend. But we've got to start off with Thursday night football. What do we make of the Dallas Cowboys? You know, we spent so much time this season talking about how the Minnesota Vikings are paper tigers, how we don't buy into what the Vikings are doing. Despite the wins, despite the fact that they're right there in the race for home field advantage throughout the NFC playoffs, we don't believe in the Vikings. We should be having the same conversation about the Dallas Cowboys, right? They're 12-4. and 
but they've looked awful in stretches. And last night, they were on the struggle bus against the Tennessee Titans team that all but conceded the game. The Titans went out there and threw Dobbs, who hadn't played in a game in his entire NFL career yet. And the last time he played in an actual football game was in that stadium when he was, wait for it, the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Volunteers. So he hasn't played in the game since college. The Titans made the decision strategically, understanding that the game against the Cowboys did not matter, that the only way that they were going to get into the postseason, because they weren't going to get in as a wild card, that was done. The only way Tennessee gets in is if they win the AFC South. So they sat their starters in last night's ballgame. Sat them all. Malik Willis is a rookie quarterback, and they didn't even play him. They went to their third-string quarterback last night. They threw out poor Joshua Dobbs, who actually, eh, more than 200 yards passing, a touchdown and a pick. No Derrick Henry, no Joshua Dobbs, so forth, so forth, so forth, and so forth. Yet, Dallas had its hands full. What are we what are what are the Cowboys doing? They come off a great win against the Philadelphia Eagles, who, to be fair, had their backup quarterback. But Dallas still gets the win over Philly. That's a good win. But then you turn around against the scout team Tennessee Titans because they benched their starters to keep them all for the regular season finale against Jacksonville with the winner winning the division and getting their spot in the playoffs. That's what it's all about for Tennessee. So Tennessee concedes. They're like, hey, Dallas, we're going to make it easy for you not to worry. You can just come in here and just go ahead and just take us to the house. We're throwing Joshua Dobbs out there against you. We got Jonathan Ward running the football because Derrick Henry is going to sit. And, and the Cowboys have their hands full. What? What? Cowboys didn't rest their starters. Cowboys still had Ezekiel Elliott out there, who, by the way, scored a touchdown in the ninth straight game. He's had a nice under-the-radar bounce-back season when it appeared that maybe he was closer to being washed than still being a star. Dak Prescott. I love Dak. But under 300 yards passing, he threw the ball 41 times, two picks. Is that the type of confidence boost? If you're a Dallas fan, you go, hey, we just played the scout team of the Titans and struggled. This was a 10-6 game at halftime. This was 17-13 heading into the fourth quarter. This was a four-point game heading into the fourth quarter for a team 
that allegedly has Super Bowl aspirations. And they can't beat the scout team of the Tennessee Titans with ease. We spent all that time, all that time, talking about how Minnesota, they're frauds, can't buy into what they're doing. They haven't beaten anybody. And you look at Dallas. Opened up the season with the loss to Tampa Bay. We know how bad the Buccaneers are this year. They're going to win the division with a losing record. Got a hard-fought victory against the Bengals. But that Cincinnati team is far better now than it was in week two. They got wins over the Giants and Commanders. The Rams may be one of the worst teams in the league. They lose to the Eagles. They beat the Lions. They beat the Bears. Bears are vying for the number one overall pick. They lose to a mediocre Packers team. They housed the Vikings, which was a great win for them. Then they beat the Giants. They beat the Dumpster Fire Colts. They struggle, struggle to beat an awful Texans team who has one win. Then they lost to Jacksonville. Struggled against Houston. Lost to Jacksonville. Beat the Eagles. Struggled in a win against the Titans. You glance at the Cowboys on paper and you go okay this is a legit team got a good quarterback you got a good running back cd lamb's emerging as a nice young wide receiver top 10 wide receiver in the nfl you have maybe the best defensive player in the league and michael parsons got a veteran coach but do you have any confidence whatsoever that the dallas cowboys won't flame out in the playoffs because it sure does feel like they're trending that way. They'll wrap up the regular season at the Commanders. Washington will be fighting for its playoff lives more than likely. That's a rivalry game. You would expect an inspired performance by Dallas. I mean, I think it's only fair. And look, afterwards they said, look, a win's a win, and that's right. I say it all the time on this show. In the NFL, a victory is a victory. It doesn't matter. You don't get style points, right? This isn't college. You're not trying to impress voters. You're not trying to jockey for playoff positioning. Win and you're in, right? Win and advance. That's all that matters in the NFL. It doesn't matter how ugly the game looks. But does this Dallas Cowboys team, despite being 12-4, and four, Do they look like a contender to you? Do they appear to be a team that's going to be making a deep playoff run, struggling to beat a bad, an awful, a dreadful Houston Texans team, losing to a Jacksonville Jaguars team? Yeah, that's vying for a playoff berth, but has a losing record. And then Tennessee puts out its scout team, and they struggle. They have to pull away in the fourth quarter to beat that team. And why I bring this up, the reason why there should be concern for Dallas in the playoffs 
is for this reason. Cowboys aren't winning their division. So they're going to be a wild card team. Which means they are going to be on the road. Struggled last night on the road in Nashville. Two weeks ago, lost to Jacksonville. Guess what? On the road. Lost to the Packers, a mediocre Green Bay team, a Green Bay team that may not even make the playoffs. They lost that game, guess what? On the road. They lost to Philly on the road. You have to be able to win on the road in the playoffs, especially if you're a wild card team. If they want to be like the Pittsburgh Steelers, if they want to be like other teams that have made runs to a Super Bowl as a wild card team and never set foot inside their home stadium during the entire postseason, then they got to figure it out. Once again, a win is a win in the NFL. And they did enough. Dak fined Dalton Schultz. Came up big with some catches. Zeke Elliott ran well. I get it. You escape and get a win. And you gear up for your regular season finale. Okay. But the last few weeks has not instilled confidence that the Cowboys are a legitimate contender. They're going to have a good record. They're going to make the playoffs. They may even win a playoff game. But is this a team that's going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl? I don't think so. we got to take a timeout. When we return here on RP3 and Company, plenty of hardwood action to get to. We'll switch over to college. LSU women, UL women, UL men, all in action last night. We'll recap those for you coming up next right here on The Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, and your home for the LSU Tigers and the World Series champion Houston Astros. We supply the sports. The Buffalo Wings are up to you. Tell me what wingy. This is The Game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Here is the game traffic report on 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station, your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. It's a rainy Friday morning. No accidents to report right now, but if you see something, do say something. Just call us at 337-706-0119. That's your traffic report on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana sports station. The game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles is your home for the McNeese Coaches Show. From football in the fall through baseball in the spring, the McNeese Coaches Show is where you can hear from the Cowboy coaches themselves. Join host Jim Gazzolo every Wednesday night at 6 for the McNeese Coaches Show, presented by Maplewood Burgers, Line of Bed out of Westlake, and the Southwest Louisiana Law Center. The game is your home for the McNeese Coaches Show. With 2022 coming to a close, our team at H&E Equipment in Broussard would like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible year. We wish you all a joyful and prosperous new year. Thank you for continuing to choose us at H&E Equipment in Broussard. When my mom started her own Cajun food business, not many people took her seriously. It was very hard for a woman to be out in a man's world. 
then they saw how tough she was, how determined, how fearless. If you don't believe in yourself, how are you going to keep on going? And she changed everyone's mind. One pound at a time. Where Sab was, still Cajun and still family since 1955. I'm Terry Mitchell. I'm the director for Workforce Board 83. I've been here 32 years. We offer career counseling, learn while you earn, on-the-job training, work experience opportunities, and apprenticeship. Top-notch A1 staff. They're professional and they're here ready to help. They want to see individuals succeed. We're here to get you back to work, Louisiana. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. Delta Home Center and Trailer Sales, your one-stop shop for utility and cargo trailers, heavy-duty dump and gooseneck trailers, portable buildings, cabins, decks, porches, fences, metal carports, site-built metal shops, and mobile homes. Located at Exit 7 in Caracrow or at deltatrailersales.com. The new year is here. Time for a change. Start a recession-resistant new career in the high-demand IT field with My Computer Career. In just months, already in IT? Build your cybersecurity skills and prep for thousands of open positions employers nationwide are desperate to fill. Attend classes live online or on campus. And financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. Make this your year. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Hey, what is this? It's TV for free. Ooh. Pardon? <coughs> what? It's Antenna TV. Oh, I love it. Holy smoke. A one-stop spot of all your favorite classic television sitcoms. That's absolutely true. Antenna TV. TV how it was meant to be. Where? Go to antennatv.tv slash channel finder to see where Antenna TV is in your town for free. Tune in every weekday at 8.15 a.m. and 3.15 p.m. for the LSU Sports Update. Presented by Tibbs Trailers here on The Game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. game man I just I thought we played 40 minutes it's probably one of the most complete games we played all year I thought we did a good job not only on the offensive side but the defensive side we kind of met all our goals I think we had 10 turnovers we were shooting for nine and a lot of it was toward the end of the game when we got shot clock violations we were trying to hold the ball a little bit and stuff like that but uh man I I think everybody kind of showed up you know especially the second half it looks like we were a lot more comfortable the second half and pressuring them and you know, Ren and Mariah did a great job on the inside on 11. Even though she had 12 points, I thought we made her work for every point. And that's, that's our job, you know. I think that's what we try to do is make it tough, make them take tough shots. So I was really impressed. Louisiana Raging Cajuns women's basketball coach Gary Broadhead talking about his team's victory last night in the Sun Belt Conference opener held there at the Cajun Dome. It was Space Jam night, which apparently is a very big deal for certain folks out there in the community make it a big deal just saying it's a big deal defeat georgia state 54 to 41 back-to-back wins now for the raging cajuns who've had a tough go of it this season but the win does put them at seven and six overall and they get to start sunbelt conference play one and oh and look the problem for the raging cajuns 
is that they lost one of their players, the star that they thought they were going to have, they're going to lead them in scoring. She had a setback, is going to miss the whole season. It's not as if there's female basketball players out there that can drop you an average of 18 points tonight that are just growing on trees. Not in the Sunbelt Conference. So it's been kind of figuring things out a little bit. Who's going to step up? Who's going to help out this team? How are they going to get there? Some early season struggles for sure. But they did a nice job last night overall. And, of course, Lene Whedon led the way. She stepped up 16 points on the night, played 34 minutes as the Raging Cajuns were really able to pull away in the second half. This game was tight early. Only a two-point game at the break. But Coach Broadhead's team was able to pull away, holding Georgia State to a mere nine points in the third and in the fourth periods. That's getting the job done on the defensive side of the football. Big win for them. Obviously, Whedon stepped up, led all scorers. Destiny Rice, the point guard for the Raging Cajun, she, she had six assists. It was a total team effort. Mariah Stewart, season-high 12 points from her on 6 of 10 shooting. Tamir Johnson added 10 points as well. Balanced, effective game plan and execution by the Louisiana Raging Cajuns women's basketball team. And once again, it's been lacking this year. They've been needing that. Once again, they've had to deal with injuries, had to deal with trying to figure out who's going to step up and be a scorer for them. And Coach Broadhead pulled aside one of his stars, Whedon, at halftime, and this is the message that he gave to her as she ended up going out there and leading all scores. Well, you know, we believe in her, man. She's, I mean, she, I call her instant offense, you know. She can, you know, at any time score three, you know, to ten points, you know. And that was the thing, you know. We were looking at her and like, man, you hadn't really did anything yet, you know. And um, one of the coaches said, man, we need to grab her, man, and, and, and make her be the dog that we talk about her being. And, man, they jumped on her and they pull in on her and all that. And she responds, you know. She responds to uh, pressure. That's what, you know, really good players respond to when it's your turn, you got to show up. Well, she did, you know, and it took her a little while to get going. But, you know, even on the defensive side, I thought she did a great job. Man, she's, she's guarding a point guard. She's forcing them to the, to the right, to the right, because she wanted to go left. And I think they took them out of their offense. So she did a really good job without fouling uh, and really played a lot better the second half and just proud of her. Really hard worker. I mean, she works hard, so it's good to see her, you know, respond to a big win for conference. It's a big win for them. Start off conference play with a W. Huge for this team. And maybe they can start building some momentum now that the Sunbelt Conference part of the schedule has arrived. They'll get back to action New Year's Eve as they'll take on Coastal Carolina. That game will tip at 1 o'clock. Speaking of Coastal Carolina... Bob Marlin's bunch, the men's basketball team, that's where they had to go to open up conference play. It did not end well for Bob Marlin's team. A bit of a surprise 
The Cajuns foul late. Coastal makes their free throws to beat them 77-76 to as the preseason favorites to win the conference. Open up conference play with a loss. It's a tough one. Coastal is okay, right? They're only seven and five. They're not that good. But it is tough to win on the road. It's always going to favor the home team. The advantage is always going to be there for the home team. But a surprising kind of a stunning result there for Bob Marlin's team. Jordan Brown, 25 points. But he fouled out. Terrence Lewis Jr. had a double-double with 19 and 10. Greg Williams chipped in 10. But that was the only guys that were in double figures. They shot 38.9% from the field in the first half. For the game, it was only slightly better at 41.7. And credit Coastal, they made their shots 47.2% from the field in this ballgame, 38% from three. That's always going to be tough to beat. And it was a balanced attack from the Chanticleers. Wilford Lacay, he had two of them, but then they had six other players make a three-pointer. Not for sure if it was the Louisiana Raging Cajuns just were a little sluggish, sleepwalking a little bit, or just had an off night. But... They dropped this game. They were down by three at half. End up falling short by one point. 77 to 76. And the Cajuns now, well, look, we knew it was going to be tough. We knew they weren't going to go through the Sunbelt Conference unscathed. We knew that. But now this is back-to-back losses. And if you look at the last three games... For Bob Marlin's team. Struggled on the road to put away McNeese. Eventually did so for an eight-point win, 78-70. to But McNeese, as we've documented, that's a three-win team. Then before the Christmas break, they go to Austin. Nationally ranked top seven team in the country. They lose by nearly 30. And now they go on the road to open up conference play. And they lose to a mediocre Coastal Carolina team, 77-76. to Not exactly the most optimal three-game stretch there for the Cajuns, men's basketball team. They'll stay on the road on the East Coast as they head up to Virginia in Norfolk to take on Old Dominion on New Year's Eve. Tip will be set for 1 o'clock. So the Cajun women... Get a win to open up conference play. Cajun men lose to open up conference play. The LSU women, meanwhile, well, a night after the men opened up conference play with a win over a ranked Arkansas team, the LSU women went on the road to Fayetteville and beat the number 24 ranked team in the country and did so handily. 69 to 45. Woohoo! Not close. <laughs> Not close. And this was a good early test because LSU hadn't played anybody in non-conference play. 
undefeated, ranked number nine in the country, but they hadn't faced anyone. Weren't really tested. Now, they had a couple games where maybe they played down to the competition a little bit. Southeastern, Tulane kind of springs to mind where they had their hands full for a little while. But they weren't really tested. But Kim Mulkey's team goes into Fayetteville, establishes themselves right off the bat, takes the lead in the first quarter, boom, extends their lead by halftime, and they never looked back. They were clearly the far superior team. Angel Reese, she just keeps her streak going. Now to start the season, 13 straight games with a double-double. That's good, by the way, in case you were wondering. 19 points, 16 boards last night, but it just wasn't her. Johnson got a double-double as well, 10 and 11. Morris gave them 19 points as well. As Kim Mulkey's team improves to 13-0 on the season, and they begin conference play with an easy 69-45 win over Arkansas. Defeating a ranked team on the road is always impressive. Always. They'll get back to action at home. They'll return to the PMAC on Sunday. They'll be playing New Year's Day as they take on the Vanderbilt Commodores. Tip is scheduled for 2 o'clock. And then they'll play Texas A&M next week. We got to take a timeout. When we return here on RP3 and company, we'll keep it in the college ranks, but go back to the gridiron. Some exciting bowl games to get to that occurred yesterday. Also, it'll be time for us to unveil our poll question of the day. It's all about the holiday weekend. That's coming up next right here on The Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, and your home for the LSU Tigers and the World Series champion, Houston Astros. This is Brett Musburger's Action Update. Check out VSIN's catalog of original podcasts, daily and weekly programming to keep you in the know when you're on the go. Only at VSIN.com. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. NFL last night, the Cowboys beat Tennessee 27-13. The Cowboys covered by a half point. They were favored by 13.5. The under was 40. Big games on the schedule this weekend. Carolina looking to keep their playoff hopes alive. They're a three-point underdog at Tampa Bay, the team that they're chasing in the NFC South. The Lions are on the brink of playoff elimination. They need to win Sunday against Chicago. Detroit favored by six. Chicago plus 220. The Giants are favored by six at home against Indianapolis. The Colts plus 200. Washington's favored by two against Cleveland. The Browns plus 110. Three playoff berths still remain in the NFC. With your action update, I'm Bob Stitch from VSIN, the sports betting network. Have your home or business professionally cleaned before the holidays by Superior Contract Cleaning. From a one-time cleaning to regularly scheduled housekeeping, call the pros at 337-247-5567. Superior Contract Cleaning. Gidry's Alignment and Auto Specialist wishes you a bountiful Thanksgiving, a very Merry Christmas with all your family and friends, and a very happy and prosperous 2023. We hope your holiday season is full of peace, joy, and happiness. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think of calling for a ride home. Now, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone, drive sober, or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. The Louisiana Association of Broadcasters is now accepting applications for the 2023 Broadcast Scholarship Program. 
I'm Taylor Nettle, a recipient of the LAB 2022 Broadcast Scholarship, here to tell you the two $4,000 scholarships are available to Louisiana Mass Communication students pursuing an education and career in radio or television. Visit broadcasters.org or call 1-800-364-7260 for more details. The application deadline is January 27, 2023. Hope to hear you on air soon. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-368-5184-800-368-5184-800-368-5184-800-368-5184. Do you need professional cleaning? From complete home or business cleaning to fire and water disasters, Superior Contract Cleaning is the only company you'll need. Visit SuperiorContractCleaning.com or call 337-247-5567. You know a smart speaker is only as smart as the person using it. You big dummy. It's time for you to be smarter and ask your Alexa to enable the game skill. My boy's wicked smart. You can enable it by saying the game Southwest Louisiana. So be smart and have your Alexa play the best live and local sports talk around. All right, let's get it. The game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Here on RP3 and Company, we talk about the sports you know and love. Baseball, football, basketball, and soccer. Isn't this great, man? I love soccer. Here we go, Galaxy. Here we go. Okay, maybe not soccer, but we'll try to do our best. Back to more knowledgeable sports talk with RP3 and Company on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Oh, who doesn't love to receive the VIP treatment? Oh, man, you get the perks, get special access. Hannah Five Dames loves VIP access. Time is running out to get that VIP access. And what do I mean? Because we got Hangout Fest VIP passes. Today is the last day for you to be able to win VIP passes to Hangout Fest. That's right. The biggest names in today's music are taking over Gulf Shores, Alabama in 2023. Hangout Fest returns May 19th to the 21st. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Calvin Harris, Paramore, Little Nas X, and more are going to be taking the stage. The game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, has your VIP passes to Hangout Fest. We have them, but you can only win them. Score them this holiday weekend today. Today's the last day by entering in the Game Rewards Club at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. VIP access gives you access to exclusive viewing areas, stage side pools, 
hanging out in the hot tub and gourmet food. You're going to party like a rock star, maybe even with rock stars. Hangout Fest is a beach vacation like none other, but you can only win those tickets, VIP passes to Hangout Fest, by becoming a member of our rewards club at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. So go sign up today and enter and win. College football. Bowl season can be wacky. And we had some good ones last night and yesterday in college football as bowl season wraps up. Anytime the game ends with the winning coach being doused with Cheez-Its, you have my attention. Delicious Cheez-Its. Florida State had their hands full. Oklahoma played inspired football. They were a team that was desperate to get a win and have the first season of the Brett Venables era as a winning season. But they fall short. As Florida State holds on 35-32, the Seminoles, the number 13th ranked team in the country, improves to 10-3 on the season with the victory. And this interests me in a multitude of ways. Florida State LSU played each other in the opener this year, right? In the Superdome. Florida State got the better of LSU. If... LSU wins on Monday against Purdue. By the way, in Camping World Stadium in Orlando, which is the same stadium that Florida State and Oklahoma just played in for the Cheez-It Bowl last night. Oh, by the way, both of these teams will face off in that same stadium to open up the season in 2023. But if LSU can get a win on Monday, they'll get to the 10-win plateau, which means the season opener at Camping World Stadium between the LSU Tigers and the Florida State Seminoles will be a battle between two top 25 ranked teams, more than likely two top 15 ranked teams, coming off 10-win seasons where they played their bowl games and won their bowl games in the same stadium that they'll be kicking off the 2023 season in. I like all that. Everything kind of comes together. And that gives you a marquee matchup to start off the season. And both of these teams will play far better than they did in the season opener this season. Let's be fair. That was not really a good football game. (laughs) I was there. Not a great football game. But finally... Florida State kind of pushes through first 10-win season in a long time. Coach Mike Norville, Seminoles, take take that step in year number three. And, of course, he was doused with Cheez-Its afterwards. But Oklahoma gave them everything they could handle. Scoring a late touchdown by Jonathan Barnes with 337 left to go. That tied the ball game up at 32-32 there in the fourth quarter, but the Seminoles were able to put together a six-play, 61-yard drive that took up 242, and Ryan Fitzgerald booted the 32-yard field goal to put them ahead by three. The defense held, and Florida State 
wins the game 35-32 and ends the season with 10 wins. I mean, that's going to be a heck of a ball game to start off the season next year. But it just wasn't all about the Cheez-Its. I mean, it should have been. But it wasn't. Alamo Bowl was a good matchup as well. Washington versus Texas. Longhorns trying to get to that nine-win plateau. Up and down season for them. They had some injuries. They also just had some games get away from them. Washington Huskies, number 12 ranked team in the country. 27-20 win for Washington as they end the season with 11 wins. 11-2 on the season. Penix Jr., nearly 300 yards passing, two touchdowns. Didn't put up the passing numbers to equal what Quinn Ears was doing for Texas, but Quinn only had the one touchdown. That was it. As the Huskies get the win. And look, is this a game that probably meant a little bit more to Washington? I'd say so. I think it's a little bit more important for teams out of the Pac-12 to make sure to win their bowl games because the Pac-12 is usually somewhat slighted by national media and national college football fans. And beating a team like Texas with its name recognition, even though Texas had an okay year, not a great year, but an okay year, is still a little bit of a feather in their cap, so to speak. But the Longhorns tried. They rallied. It looked like Washington was going to run away with this ball game because it was 27-10 early in the fourth quarter. After McMillan received that eight-yard touchdown pass from Penix. But credit Texas's defense. They kind of clamped down a little bit, frustrated the Huskies. And then they put together a touchdown drive, 11 plays, 74 yards. And then put together a field goal, 10 plays, 55 yards. That cut it down to 27-20 in a hurry but they just ran out of time as the Longhorns fall short. And how interesting is it this as well? Texas, Oklahoma, both lost their bowl games by single possession yesterday. Oklahoma, six and seven. Longhorns, eight and five. Do those two teams look ready to come and join the SEC? They're not joining early this coming year. They're not coming in 2023. They'll be coming in 2024. Not to say that they won't make the transition. Not to say that they won't be good in the SEC. But the old rivals, the Red River rivals, both lose their bowl game on the same day. And there's still plenty of work to be done for those programs before they make the transition and shift over to the SEC. I think Texas is going to have a harder issue. It's just something's off about the Longhorns and has been that way for years. I don't know if when it comes to their recruiting or whatever it might be, they've gone through different coaches, but they're not nearly where they should be, if that makes any sense. Oklahoma is down because they were gutted via the transfer portal after Lincoln Riley left to take the USC job. 
and it's a transitional year for the coach. And Sark, I think, is a good coach for Texas. But is the ceiling for Texas nine wins? Ten wins? I don't know. It feels that way. It feels like their ceiling is maybe being an eight to nine win team. Maybe a ten win team. Instead of a national championship contender or college football playoff contender. Poll question of the day. It's about the holiday weekend. What's your go-to? What's your jam, so to speak, for New Year's Eve, New Year's Day weekend? That's our poll question of the day. What will you be doing this holiday weekend? Will you be partying with your friends? Will you be watching the college football playoff semifinals? Will you be popping off fireworks? Or will you be doing all of the above? That is our poll question of the day. We want to know what you'll be doing this holiday weekend. Right now, 43% of the vote is going to watching the college football playoff semifinals. 43% of the vote says all of the above. 14% says partying with friends. No votes, just strictly for popping off fireworks. I don't know how to feel about that. Keep those votes coming. Leave your comments on Facebook and Twitter, and we'll make sure to share them throughout today's show. we got to take a timeout. When we come back, we'll wrap up our number one. That's next right here on The Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, and you're home for the LSU Tigers and the World Series champion Houston Astros. There's more to sports than the final score. There's all the arguing and finger pointing. That's where we really excel. This is the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Here is the game traffic report on 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. It's a Friday morning. Rain is coming down. There are no accidents to report right now, but be careful out there. Roads will be wet and slippery. And if you see something, do say something. Just call us at 337-706-0119. That's your traffic report on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Friday, February 24th at the Hyman Performing Arts Center. It's an unforgettable evening with Lyle Lovett and his acoustic crew. If I had a boat, I'd go out on the ocean. Preacher said, I pronounce you 99 to life. Son, she's no lady, she's your wife. Lyle Lovett and his acoustic crew at the Hyman Performing Arts Center. Friday, February 24th. Tickets are on sale now at the Hyman Center box office and at HymanCenter.com. I loved you yesterday, and I love you just the same. I said, that's right, you're not from Texas. That's right, you're not from Texas. That's right, you're not from Texas. Texas won't you anyway. That's right. Don't miss this incredible night of intimate classics. Lyle Lovett, live at the Hyman Center, Friday, February 24th. Get your tickets now before they're gone. 
Bear Specialty Meats is still the first and best specialty meat market in Acadiana. We have all of your Cajun favorites. Try our boot-assed up T-bone chicken, crawfish etouffee, turducken, and more. And don't forget about their new location in Broussard at 6906 Ambassador Caffrey Parkway, where they're now serving from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. plate lunches starting at $8.99. So come to Bear Specialty Meats for your specialty meats. Now with two convenient locations, Maurice and Broussard at 6906 Ambassador Caffrey. When big bucks are on the line, serious hunters know they can trust MB Ranch King hunting blinds. There is no substitute. Whether you're an avid hunter or a first-timer, MB Ranch King blinds and feeders are built to last so you can focus on your next big trophy. Stop by Specialized Outfitters today and check out the full line of deer blinds and feeders that will give you years of successful hunts. Hunting season is almost here, so visit Specialized Outfitters today. 16359 Highway 190 in Port Barry. I didn't think it was possible to meet someone like Susan. We just clicked after realizing we each have a strong sense of self and share the same core values in life. After taking our advanced personality test, Daniel and Susan matched on Silver Singles, the secure dating site for 50 plus singles who know what they want. Sign up today at silversingles.com meet. That's silversingles.com meet. Paid actors representing true customer testimonials. Names have been changed. Did Santa not bring you everything that you wanted? Maybe you were asking for a new car. Maybe you were asking for, I don't know, new pipes in your house. Maybe you didn't get any of that. Or maybe you just didn't get that great gift that you wanted. Maybe you were really hoping to get a gift certificate or gift card to a great establishment. Santa didn't bring it to you. Not to worry. Because we got everything that you want. The gifts you really want, they're inside the game clubhouse. That's right. Our rewards club at 1037thegame.com and 1041thegame.com. We got great gifts for you inside of there that you can win starting today. You just got to sign up. You got to become a member. I'm talking a $150 gift certificate to Mr. Lester Steakhouse. Mouth-watering steaks made just the way you like them. Delicious sides, adult beverages, even have a cigar room. You want something a little bit more casual? Maybe that's a little too fancy for you? Not to worry. There's a $25 gift certificate to Mabel's Kitchen that you can win as well. Both are inside our rewards club. Both are there for you to win. Also available right now in the rewards club... What about a $40 gift card to Misfits Dine and Drink there in Broussard? That's there for you, too, as well. Richard Seafood Patio, $50 gift certificate. That's inside the Rewards Club as well. We have all these great gifts. They have your name on them. You just have to go sign up for our Rewards Club so you'll have the opportunity to win them. So go sign up today, right now at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. Become a member of our clubhouse. It's free, it's easy, and once you do, you'll have the opportunity to win yourself a $150 gift certificate 
to Mr. Lester's Steakhouse down at Cypress Bayou Casino Resort. A $25 gift certificate to Mabel's Kitchen. A $40 gift card to Misfits Dine and Drink. And a $50 gift certificate to Richard Seafood Patio. Go sign up today. It's easy. It's free. So what are you waiting for? Poll question of the day. We're asking you, what will you be doing this holiday weekend? The New Year's Eve weekend, New Year's Day weekend. What you going to be doing? How are you going to be entertaining yourself? 43% of you say you're going to be watching the college football playoff semifinals. 14% say partying with friends. No votes yet just for popping fireworks. But 43% of you say all of the, the above. Ralph on Twitter says, haven't stayed up past midnight in years. I'll watch the college football semifinals, then watch the Saints officially get put out of their misery. Remember old Yeller? Cap it off Monday watching the Tigers crush Purdue while hoping Drew gets the coaching bug. John Paul says, football, 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 football. He even used a football emoji. Not just the semifinal games, but all the bowl games. Every one bowl season is awesome. And JPK, the OD, says all of the above and more. Self-portrait of me from New Year's Eve below. And he shared a gif of Seth Rogen with the office on fire and an ostrich just running through. <laughs> Keep those votes coming on our poll question of the day. What will you be doing this holiday weekend? Leave your comments on Facebook and Twitter, and we'll make sure to share them throughout today's show. That's going to do it for hour number one. Hour number two coming up. In a half hour from right now, we're going to have Kelly Kitchell on from the Purdue radio broadcast team to talk all things Boilermakers in anticipation for the Citrus Bowl between LSU and Purdue. That's going to be coming up next hour. Right here on the game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station and your home for the LSU Tigers and World Series champion Houston Astros. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. The Louisiana Association of Broadcasters is now accepting applications for the 2023 Broadcast Scholarship Program. I'm Maria Pham, a recipient of the LAB's 2022 Broadcast Scholarship, here to tell you that two $4,000 scholarships are available to Louisiana mass communication students pursuing an education and career in radio or television. Visit broadcasters.org or call 1-800-364-7260 for more details. Application deadline is January 27th, 2023. Hope to hear you on air soon. There are a ton of social networking websites, but one stands apart for a very special reason. This one saves lives. It's MatchingDonors.com. MatchingDonors.com links organ donors with people in need of kidney and other transplants. In the U.S., 19 people die each day waiting for an organ transplant, most of them for kidneys. If you've ever considered becoming a living organ donor, or if you have someone in need of an organ transplant, visit MatchingDonors.com. Home of the greatest gift of all, the gift of life. MatchingDonors.com Help Ukrainian children. Shazam this song. Christmas is made for the kids. 
Scroll down Shazam. Open on YouTube. Follow the link and donate. We are Southwest Louisiana's sports station. This is KLWB. Karen Grove, Lafayette. The Game, 1037. KLCJ FM. Oak Grove, Lake Charles. The Game, 1041. A Delta Media Station. This game isn't fun. This game is a war. It's time for the two-minute drill. Hurry it up, hurry it up, hurry it up. Powered by FanDuel Sportsbook, where you can make every moment more. Come on, let's go, you guys. Get in here, we gotta go fast now. The LSU Tigers got some good news on Thursday as star defensive back Major Burns announced that he would be returning to the team for his senior season. Burns and Tigers will take on the Purdue Boilmakers in the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl in Orlando on Monday. You can listen to the game live here on The Game. Kickoff is set for noon. A night after the men's basketball team took down ranked Arkansas in SEC opener, the LSU women's team did the same with a 69-45 win in Fayetteville. Angel Reese had 19 points and 16 rebounds for her 13th consecutive double-double of the season. The Louisiana Raging Cajuns women's team opened up the Sunbelt Conference play with a 54-41 win over Georgia State. Lanya Wheaton led all scores with 16 points. The UL men, meanwhile, dropped their opener on the road with a 77-76 loss at Coastal Carolina. The Dallas Cowboys beat the Tennessee Titans 27-13 on Thursday night football. Florida State edged Oklahoma in the Cheez-It Bowl 38-35, while Washington outlasted Texas 27-20 in the Alamo Bowl. NBA suspends 11 players involved in the Magic Pistons altercation, and the sports world is mourning Brazilian soccer legend Pele. The only man to have won three World Cups passed away on Thursday at the age of 82. This has been Blanc Bayrod with your two-minute drill. Still on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for LSU Tigers and World Series champion Houston Astros. The two-minute drill has been powered by FanDuel Sportsbook, where you can make every moment more. This weather update on the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles is brought to you by Superior Contract Cleaning, Acadiana's top choice for flood, fire, and mold remediation. Visit superiorcontractcleaning.com. Heavy showers and thunderstorms likely this Friday morning. There is a low risk for severe weather and flash flooding, so be weather aware. By the afternoon, rain chances start to ease up. We'll see temperatures then hovering in the upper 60s to lower 70s under a mostly cloudy sky. From the Lawn Downward Storm Team Weather Center, I'm Chris Kozar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette, here is the producer extraordinaire, Hannah Five Names, and your big, bald, beautiful host, Raymond Parts III, better known as RP3. Dallas Cowboys struggle to get a win against the scout team for the Tennessee Titans. But in the NFL, it doesn't really matter as long as you get the win, and that's exactly what the Cowboys did. 
But does Dallas instill confidence in you that they can actually, you know, <laughs> not choke in the playoffs? Mm. Dak didn't look great last night. He's been up and down this season. And look, you just look at what this team's done. We, we bash and are critical of the Minnesota Vikings for not being legitimate contenders. Paper Tigers, if you will. Well, what about Dallas? Struggled to beat the Texans. Lost to the Jaguars. Lost to a bad Tampa team earlier this year. And then struggled to beat the scout team of the Titans. And when I say scout team, in case you didn't know, Tennessee benched most of their starters for this game. Because they realized their only path to the playoffs comes down to beating Jacksonville next week. They're not getting in as a wild card. They know their only chance to get into the playoffs is beating Jacksonville and winning the division. So they put out Joshua Dobbs, a guy who hadn't played in a football game, period, since he was in college four years ago. Really? No Ryan Tannehill, no Malik Willis, no Derrick Henry, no anyone that is relevant for the Tennessee Titans. And the Cowboys had their hands full until the fourth quarter where they finally were able to pull away. Woof. I know a win is a win. And Dallas will more than likely beat the Washington Commanders next week. They'll be a wild card team. And maybe they win a wild card game. But they do not appear to me to be a team that's a legitimate contender. Just something off about them. Cowboys do get the win last night. In college football, plenty of entertaining bowl games. Washington Huskies hold off the Texas Longhorns 27-20 to in the Alamo Bowl while Florida State beats the competition, Oklahoma Sooners, who were desperate for a win by a field goal in the Cheez-It Bowl. The two teams making the transition to the SEC in 2024 lost their bowl games on the same day. Oklahoma 6-7 and seven this year, Texas 8-5. and Ooh. Could be a bit of a struggle transitioning to the SEC. That wasn't the only action on tap last night. Of course, plenty of college basketball conference openers for the UL women and the UL men. The Raging Cajun women at home inside the Cajun Dome. They take down Georgia State. Lene Whedon steps up 16 points, leads all scorers as they open up conference play with a win. They're now above 500 overall. They'll be taking on Coastal Carolina on Saturday. Gary Broadhead's team gets a much-needed win. They've dealt with injuries early on in the season. They're still trying to figure out who's going to step up and be their kind of go-to score. We didn't end up being that last night. But it's a good step in the right direction for Gary Broadhead's team. 
Bob Marlin's team, meanwhile, was on the road to open up conference play. And they did not have that game finish the way they wanted. They commit a foul late in the waning seconds. Coastal makes their free throws and wins 78-77 as the preseason favorites to win the conference lose their conference opener. And Coastal's not very good. But they're a seven-win team. They're a mediocre team at best. But the Cajuns go on the road and they lose. And they've been off for a couple games now. Let's be honest. They struggled on the road at McNeese. They were able to pull away late in that ball game, 78-70, to to get the win before the Christmas break. But then they lose by almost 30 to Texas, which is not something to hang your head about because Texas is ranked in the top 10. They struggled in a win against McNeese. They lose by almost 30 at Texas. And then they open up conference play on the road against a mediocre Coastal Carolina team and lose that game. A little bit of a lull here around the holidays for Bob Marlin's team. They'll have to get right and get right in a hurry. They'll be taking on Old Dominion on Saturday. Of course, the LSU women's basketball team was in action as well. A night after the men's basketball team defeated top 10 ranked Arkansas in their conference opener. Kim Mulkey's bunch went on the road to Fayetteville and took down the number 24 ranked team easily by nearly 20. Angel Reese, 13th consecutive double-double to start the season as the Tigers improved to 13-0 on the season, the ranked in the top 10 nationally. Weren't tested at all during the non-conference slate, but anytime you can go on the road and beat a ranked opponent and do so handedly, that's impressive. Absolutely impressive. Let's head out to the hotline. Welcome on Reynolds to the show. Reynolds, good morning to you, brother. Hope you're being safe out there in the stormy weather. Happy New Year to you and your family. What's on your mind, bud? You too. Good morning. I just had a little observation. I want to get your take on it. So you were talking about Texas and Oklahoma. I really think in 2000, they're going to be really hurting going to the SEC in the near future. I don't think they'll be able to keep up with the talent. But I do think that because of them going to the SEC, I think their recruiting will be better. So let's face it, you know, Texas and Oklahoma, they're kind of like the, the folklores of, of yesterday. You know, they were, they were the big bag of wolves. But now they're just like a little puppy. They're, they're, they don't have the teeth that they used to. But I think going to the SEC, I think that will attract better players, stronger players. And I think they'll be able to compete years down the road. But I don't think right now. What's your take on that? Well, it's interesting because, you know, we remember Missouri joining the SEC, right? And Texas A&M not that long ago. And Missouri ended up winning the East the first two years they were in the league and played for the conference championship game. That's when Gary Pinkle was their head coach. And Texas A&M's had some good years under Kevin Sumlin where, you know, they went to the Cotton Bowl and – they had Johnny Manziel win the Heisman, and they beat Alabama at Alabama. So you can win after making the transition. Winning consistently is going to be the thing that's interesting to me. I do agree with you. Being in the conference is going to open up their recruiting footprint. 
you have to recruit more than just the state of Texas anymore. And for years, the Longhorns just recruited their own state better than anyone else in the state, but that's not the case anymore. TCU recruits just as well as they do. Texas A&M recruits just as well as they do. To a lesser degree, Baylor and Texas Tech. So, And then Oklahoma always depended on poaching the kids from the Metroplex area in particular. They always did such a nice job recruiting Dallas-Fort Worth. But you got to recruit more than just though that area, right? And the other teams in the SEC will open that up for them. Now, whether or not they secure those guys and, more importantly, develop those guys and add depth to their rosters is what's going to be curious to me. I believe Sark is a good coach, Reynolds. I, I really do. I think he's a good offensive mind. I think he understands recruiting from his time at USC and then at Alabama. But when I watch Texas play, they're still away. Like, you can tell they're not close to where they need to be to be a contender again. Oklahoma, you know, just fell off the face of a cliff this year with the coaching change and all the kids leaving to go play for USC and elsewhere. Brent Venables is a good defensive-minded coach. I'd expect them to bounce back, but will they be a playoff contender anytime soon? I don't know if either one will be, and then they're going to join the SEC, and it may take a couple years after that. Yeah, I I just don't know. I don't see them – doing well up front in the SEC. I really don't, especially Texas, um, because the past, what, uh, five, six, seven years, they just haven't had any teeth like they've used to. Uh, You know, it may be recruiting. I don't know. But with with the advent of TV and now the NIL, I I think colleges have to be more creative in recruiting, um, and it'll change the whole – The whole scenery of recruiting in college football, because I mean, let's face it, just just saying Texas University doesn't have that bite like it used to. Oklahoma University doesn't have that bite. Hell, USC doesn't have the bite like it used to, um, because of you know the advent of the SEC and what that brings. Ronald, appreciate the phone call, brother. Happy New Year to you and yours, my man. Be safe out there today. You too. Yeah, and to Ronald's point, it all starts up front. When you boil it down to, you have to recruit well and develop well across the line of scrimmage. We always focus on the skill position guys, right? The quarterbacks and everything. Look at Lincoln Riley. Great amount of success at Oklahoma. Had them winning the conference championship. Had them in the college football playoff year after year. Had Heisman Trophy winners. Guys had three of them in a six-year stretch. What's been the big difference? Line of scrimmage. You can get talented skill guys at Texas and Oklahoma. That's not the issue. It's not the quarterback, it's not the running backs, it's not the wide receivers that have been the issue at Oklahoma and Texas. It's the fact that they don't recruit well across the line of scrimmage. SEC has always, in the last 20 years, has had a stranglehold on that. And if you look outside of the SEC, who's always done a great job of recruiting line of scrimmage, Clemson, Florida State, when they were winning under Jimbo, and Ohio State and Michigan. Jim Harbaugh makes it a priority to recruit great linemen, offense and defense. Michigan's now in the college football playoff for back-to-back years. Ohio State does a nice job recruiting linemen. 
you got to be able to recruit both. And that's what's held Texas and Oklahoma back in this later BCS era and college football playoff era is that the difference between them and everyone else is line of scrimmage. The lines in the SEC, the lines in the Big Ten are superior, superior than what Oklahoma and Texas have been able to do out of the Big 12. Let's head back out to the hotline. Welcome on James. James, good morning to you, brother. Happy New Year to you and your family. What's on your mind? Hey, I'll be quick, Mr. RP3. I got a poll question of the day for you. Ooh, I like Based that. Based on what you saw yesterday between Oklahoma and Texas, which team will be the first one to lose to Vanderbilt? <laughs> I like that poll question. Oh, man. Which one's going to lose to Vandy first? Woo. You know, I, I, I'd say right now Oklahoma, right? They, they, they look lost to me. I love the fight they showed yesterday against Florida State and credit Brett Venables for, for coaching his guys up because they did give forth effort, and they, 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 they play hard for him. But they just don't have the guys, right? They, and look, who lost to Vandy this year? Billy Napier in Florida, right? The Gators lost yep, to the Commodores. Yep. And why was that? you got to have talented guys, and you see what's happening right now in Florida with so many guys leaving the program, and yet they had a player yesterday admit why people were leaving the program. He goes, we were, we were allowed to do things a certain way. Billy's forcing us to do things a different way, so a lot of guys don't want to put up with that, and they're leaving. So it's changing the culture there. I'm not saying that Lincoln Riley runs a bad program, but it is a year of transition, Got to give Brent Venables a couple of years to kind of get things going. And I, I think he'll he'll get them to be tough again. But, I mean, right now, Oklahoma's in a, in, in a far worse way than Texas is. Yeah, I, I believe it'll be like the ultimate anticlimactic entrance for them coming into the SEC. I'm, I'm, I'm already composing my Twitter flame job for that game when, when they lose. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. When when it got announced, what has that already been two years ago now, right? At SEC Media Days two years ago, where that got announced right. that hey, it, it was it was happening. Well, it's kind of lost its luster by now, right? And, and just because of the of the way Texas and Oklahoma are, so can they turn it around? Can they be more relevant? Can they be better teams when they enter the conference in twenty twenty four? We'll have to see. James, appreciate the phone call, brother. Enjoy your holiday weekend. Thank you, sir. Yeah, because when that happened, I remember when it happened, we were broadcasting Sunbelt Conference Media Days down in New Orleans. The news broke about them joining the SEC. I was like, wow. And that's all anyone wanted to talk about. Oh, Oklahoma. Oh, my. Here we go. Whoa. And now you're like, oh, yeah, they're joining the SEC. That's how that that's that's how quickly it's changed in a couple of years. It went from, oh wow, Texas, Oklahoma, what is this going to do for the conference? This is going to be amazing. Oh my God. Oh my God. And now it's like, oh yeah, they're joining the conference. <laughs> it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. We got to take a timeout. But not to worry. We're not going away for very long. Just a brief timeout. And when we return, we'll keep taking your phone calls. Game hotline's open, 337-706-0111. That's 337-706-0111. 
We'll also update the poll question of the day and get to your comments. That's all next right here on The Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station in your home for the LSU Tigers and the World Series champion Houston Astros. A shot to left field. Going back on it's Gordon. He'll look up at the corner. You're listening to The Game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station and your home for the Houston Astros. Here is the game traffic report on 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. We've got two accidents to report on, one at the intersection of Ambassador Caffrey Parkway and Bertrand Drive, and the other at the intersection of West Pinhook and Production Drive. It's still raining, so be careful out there. The roads are wet. That's your traffic report on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. The biggest names in today's music are taking over Gulf Shores, Alabama in 2023. Hangout Fest returns May 19th to 21st with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. The game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles has VIP passes to Hangout Fest. Enter in the clubhouse rewards at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. VIP gives you access to exclusive viewing areas, stateside pools, hot tubs, and gourmet food. Hangout Fest is a beach vacation like no other. Have your home or business professionally cleaned before the holidays by Superior Contract Cleaning. From a one-time cleaning to regularly scheduled housekeeping, call the pros at 337-247-5567. Superior Contract Cleaning. This holiday season, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving Louisiana NBA fans a special gift. For a limited time, you can get a no-sweat bet on every New Orleans Pelicans game this December. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in under the Promos tab, and place an eligible bet of your choice on a New Orleans game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get your money back in a free bet. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can sign up with promo code 1037GAME and get a no-sweat bet on every New Orleans Pelicans game this December. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app and opt in today to receive this limited-time offer. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 years of age to play, physically present in Louisiana, select parishes only, max reward limits apply, one free bet issued based on amount of initial Initial losing bet. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Go to 4 joy. 
At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation and discreet shipping if prescribed. You'll love your results. To start your free online visit, go to forhims.com slash joy. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Do you need professional cleaning? From complete home or business cleaning to fire and water disasters, Superior Contract Cleaning is the only company you'll need. Visit superiorcontractcleaning.com or call 337-247-5567. Here on RP3 and Company, everyone is apparently part of the game family. Brother, 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 brother. Seriously, how many brothers does Ray have? Good morning to you, brother. Back to Ray and all of his brothers, right here on The Game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. You've heard me tell you about the team over at Lafayette Marble and Granite. Look, they saved my tuchus. Wife was determined, was obsessed, if you will, about our bathroom innovation, finding the right marble and the right cut. We spent months searching. Thankfully, we found Lafayette Marble and Granite, or more importantly, they found us. And they wanted to earn our business, and boy, did they. Found the right marble, the one that she had always wanted. They gave her the cut she wanted, and the customer service was Above and beyond. So much so that when we do our kitchen remodel, Lafayette Marble and Granite are the people that we're going to call. And look, they provide more than just show-stopping marble countertops for your kitchens, bathrooms, man caves, and more. They also now have an extensive selection of custom shower builds, including grout-free showers. Make sure to visit their website, lmgelite.com. That's lmgelite.com to learn more about all the sensational services and great products they have to offer. Live inventory is updated every single Wednesday. Visit lmgelite.com or simply stop by their renovated showroom located right there on I-49 North across from Hub City Ford in the Jockey Lot. It's Lafayette Marble and Granite. They're looking to earn your business, and trust me, earn it, they will. Coming up in just about seven minutes from right now, Kelly Kitchell, former Purdue starting offensive lineman. He now works inside the football department, and he's part of the radio broadcast team. He's also good friends with Drew Brees. He's going to be joining us to give us the Purdue Boilermakers perspective for the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl, which will be, of course, on Monday. You can listen to that game live right here on the game kickoff at noon. That's coming up. But right now, while we have a few minutes, let's update the poll question of the day because it is a holiday weekend. New Year's Eve is tomorrow. New Year's Day is Saturday. What you going to be doing this holiday weekend? What's going to be your jam, so to speak? Right now, 56% of you say watching the college football playoff semifinals. I don't blame you. Not only am I going to be watching the college football playoff semifinals, I'm going to be watching the other New Year's Six Bowl games. 33% of you say all of the above. You're going to be watching the college football playoff semifinals. You're going to be popping off the fireworks. And you're going to be partying with your friends. Some of you, I envision, are going to be trying to party with your friends while watching the college football playoff semifinals while popping off fireworks all at the same time. It'd be quite ambitious of you to take all of that on. 
11% of you just say partying with your friends and no votes yet just for, just for popping off fireworks. You big fireworks person? Five names? This celebration this weekend, will it consist of fireworks after the week that you've had? I mean, I feel like it should. <laughs> I mean, I've dealt with so much stuff this week. I don't know what we're going to take. Um, but we are having a small little New Year's Eve party at uh, the Morton Adams ca- uh, Casa with some of his friends, some of his work people, and some of my friends. And we're going to have a bonfire with our new bonfire set and probably have some drinking and some crazy, you know. I haven't popped fireworks though at our house in a month, in a minute. It's been probably about a couple years. Well, everything that happened at your house this past week with the pipes busting and then your car yesterday, I don't know if you want to chance it with the fireworks. <laughs> yeah. Just I saying. might just get little poppers to pop on the <laughs> the, just, the road so I have all I just, grass. I'm just saying I'm not for sure if that should be in your future. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it may be a far more chillaxed atmosphere for your party, your yeah. shindig. But also, the dogs haven't been around fireworks yet, so if I want to chance that, Ooh. probably give them some Benadryl because that'd be different from other dogs, but... I don't know. Yeah, to this weekend, uh, going with uh, Zach, you know, friend of the show, his girls, and my wife and our daughter, we're going to go to see Avatar, the new Avatar movie, tonight, go out for a little dinner. Tomorrow, I'm going to go down for the Sugar Bowl and then be back home before all the nonsense. I will not be going out on New Year's Eve. Mm-mm. We may go to a party that's being held in our neighborhood that we've been invited to. And then uh, Sunday, we're getting together with my brother-in-law and his wife, and we're having like a little family dinner uh, thing for New Year's Day. So a little bit more chillax. No fireworks and uh, no uh, crazy Uno. So I'll, 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 leave, crazy. I'll leave the crazy Uno to you. What's we'll a play one day? I'll leave that to you. Got to take a timeout. When we return here, though, on RP3 and Company, Kelly Kitchell. Former Purdue offensive lineman and part of the Purdue football broadcast team will join us to help us preview the Citrus Bowl. That's all coming up next right here on The Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, and your home for the LSU Tigers and the World Series champion Houston Astros. This is Brent Musburger's Action Update. Check out VSIN's catalog of original podcasts, daily and weekly programming to keep you in the know when you're on the go. Only at VSIN.com. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. NFL this week, teams still clawing for playoff positions. The Jaguars take on the Texans, chasing one of two playoff berths in the AFC. The Jags are a four-point favorite on the road. Miami's still on the hunt, but they're two-and-a-half-point underdog at New England on Sunday on the money line plus 135. The Jets visit Seattle, New York, favored by a point-and-a-half. The Seahawks plus 105. College football bowl games today, Duke's Mayo Bowl, North Carolina favored by one against Maryland at the Sun Bowl. Number 18, UCLA by seven-and-a-half against Pittsburgh at the Gator Bowl. Notre Dame favored by three against South Carolina. Ohio favored by two and a half against Wyoming at the Arizona Bowl. In the Orange Bowl, Clemson favored by six against Tennessee. With your action update, I'm Bob Stitch from VSIN, the sports betting network. Here's to Prilosec OTC. Without Prilosec, I wouldn't be able to enjoy all this yummy holiday food. Speaking of whoever made that apple pie, delicious. Thank you. I just take one pill each morning and zero heartburn all day. So cheers to Prilosec OTC. Ooh, are those jalapeno poppers? 
Prilosec OTC prevents excess acid that can cause heartburn, so you can enjoy the holidays. One pill a day, 24 hours, zero heartburn. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. Friday, February 24th at the Hyman Performing Arts Center. It's an unforgettable evening with Lyle Lovett and his acoustic crew. If I had a boat, I'd go out on the ocean, preacher said. I pronounce you 99 to life. Son, she's no lady, she's your wife. Lyle Lovett and his acoustic group at the Hyman Performing Arts Center, Friday, February 24th. Tickets are on sale now at the Hyman Center box office and at HymanCenter.com. I loved you yesterday, and I love you just the same. I said, that's right, you're not from Texas. That's right, you're not don't miss this incredible night of intimate classics. Lyle Lovett, live at the Hyman Center, Friday, February 24th. Get your tickets now before they're gone. With 2022 coming to a close, our team at H&E Equipment in Broussard would like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible year. We wish you all a joyful and prosperous new year. Thank you for continuing to choose us at H&E Equipment in Broussard. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Delta Home Center and Trailer Sales. Your one-stop shop for utility and cargo trailers. Heavy-duty dump and gooseneck trailers. Portable buildings, cabins, decks, porches, fences, metal carports, site-built metal shops, and mobile homes. Located at Exit 7 in Caracro or at DeltaTrailerSales.com. You know you like us. Then it's time for you to show us how much you like being in a relationship with the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Go give us a like on our revamped Facebook page. And follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. I can love you like that. That way you can get the latest interviews, breaking news, and whatever shenanigans we're up to. Just search The Game Louisiana and be hooked up with Southwest Louisiana's sports station. There are two types of sports reporters. Those who are respected for their ability at building relationships with coaches and players. And here's our game plan. Then there are those whose method of reporting is getting hammered with a college football team at Pat O's. We're going streaking! We'll let you guess which one RP3 is. Back to more RP3 and company on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. taking on the Purdue Boilermakers for the first time ever on the gridiron when the two teams meet in Orlando Monday for the Cheez-Its Citrus Bowl. Back in the day, I would call it the Tangerine Bowl. That shows you how old I am. Now, to give us a perspective on what's going to be happening in this game, we've talked a lot this week about the LSU perspective of things. Well, what about the Purdue perspective? Coach gone, assistants gone, quarterback declaring for the draft. Skill position guys declaring for the draft. We know Drew Brees, Saints legend, is helping out. But what about this team? What do they bring to the table? This is a Boilermakers team that, by the way, 
played for the Big Ten championship game. So they have talent. They have guys out there that can get the job done. To give us some insight on that here on RP3 and Company is our first guest on this Friday edition. He was a Purdue offensive lineman from 1998 to 2002. Now he's the director of development for the Boilermakers, and he's also part of the Purdue football radio broadcast. Joining us here on RP3 and Company is Kelly Kitchell. Kelly, good morning to you, brother. Happy New Year to you and your family. Hey, good morning, Ray. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, yeah, Happy New Year to you. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting, uh, interesting citrus bowl for sure for the Boilermakers. Well, let's start there. A very good season. They get to play for a conference championship game. Uh, Citrus Bowl is a pretty good bowl game, but in this era we live in now, so many guys have decided to opt out, either entering the transfer portal or declaring for the draft. How surprised were you that so many players decided to go that route before the bowl game? Well, you're never surprised. Unless you're in the playoffs right now and the way that the college football stands, you know, you're going to have guys exit. And the last year we had two All-Americans that didn't play in the uh, in the Music City Bowl and George Karloftis and David Bell, and both are tearing it up in the NFL right now. And, and so this year we didn't think we'd have as many, um, but, but, man, it seemed like uh, it's been a kind of a mass exodus, especially with the coaching change. Uh, you know, Aiden O'Connell, who was uh, – you know, kind of a preseason All-American type of quarterback. Uh, first time we've had a, a returning quarterback come come to us in the Jeff Brom era, and um, and so it, you know he, he's gone. You had Charlie Jones, who was, who was all Big Ten receiver, All-American receiver as well. Uh, Payne Durham's our starting tight end. Um, you know, our, our best offensive lineman, left guard Spencer Holstage is gone. So man, it's this offense is going to look completely different from what the. Uh, Purdue Boilermakers and what everybody in the country saw Purdue uh, throughout this season. It's going to be a much, much different type of offense, different style of offense. Um, so it, it's going to be a, it's going to kind of be an eye opener for Purdue fans, LSU fans, and anybody watching because it's it's going to be hard to prepare for anybody either to to watch or to to defend. I think coaching change was made, and Purdue didn't waste much time to to find their guy. Uh, 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 getting Ryan Waters. Uh, he was considered one of the fastest rising young coaches in the business, naming him as the 37th head football coach. Uh, what's your impression of Ryan and what does he bring to the table? Yeah, I got to spend a little bit of time with him last week when he was up in West Lafayette, kind of just getting his feet wet and, and learning about our program and, and our traditions and things. And, and uh, I, I, he's going to be, he's going to be a different fit from what Purdue's had in the past. We've, we've, typically hired offensive-minded coaches, uh, head coaches. Um, it's just kind of what Purdue has been built on, kind of the cradle of quarterbacks and, you know, high-powered offense is what Purdue's been built on over the years. And, and uh, Ryan is a defensive guru. I mean, he's, he had the number one defense in the country at Illinois. He, he's, he's, he comes from that kind of stuff. Now, what's interesting is he was, you know, he was a, a terrific high school quarterback, um, was recruited in college in Colorado as a quarterback and played some receiver after that. But he's a, he's got an offensive background, but um, and you see that a lot from from ex QBs that they can go on the defensive side and really kind of mess with offenses sometimes. So that's what's going to be interesting to to see uh, you know what he's going to bring on the defensive side because when you have a head coach that's a defensive minded type of coach. Uh, sometimes there's a lot more punting, a lot more ball control than what, what we've seen in the past here at Purdue. But he's bringing in uh, his first hire was Graham Harrell 
or is Graham Harrell. And, uh, you know, he's, he comes from the Mike Leach uh, stock, uh, played at Texas Tech, um, and learned from Mike Leach. So, you know, you've got that air raid background on the offensive side. So it's going to be a, a really, really interesting dynamic in Purdue in the coming years. But you won't see any of that in this bowl game. It's going to, they've left it to the staff, uh, the kind of the skeleton staff that's still in West Lafayette. Brian Brown was the uh, brother of Jeff Brown, is, is the interim head coach, and he's, he's uh, calling the offense. Uh, defensive side, you've got Mark Hagan, who is a co-defensive coordinator uh, that's going to be calling the defense. So there's a little bit of consistency, but really, like I said, it's a skeleton staff. Uh, the biggest thing for Purdue, I think, was bringing, and you mentioned, bringing Drew Brees in. Um, you know, that kind of takes our narrative from, from being, you know, from people leaving to Drew coming to the program and, and kind of taking a hold of us and keeping us all together through this bowl season. I want to ask you about that in a little bit later about what Drew's been doing and his role and what it's like to see your former teammate back on campus. But uh, look, uh, I lived in the Midwest for six years. Uh, I have an appreciation for what Purdue and the Big Ten do. Uh, it, it felt like a lateral move to me to go from Purdue to Louisville. It doesn't seem like that's a step up. Were you surprised that Jeff Brom left a team that was playing for a conference championship to go to Louisville? Um, not really, honestly, because Jeff Brom is an absolute legend in Louisville. The whole Brom family—that's that—they're kind of the—they're uh, kind of the royalty of the Louisville area. They, Jeff and Brian, um, both were you know All-American high school players and college players at Louisville. They, um, the, their dad Oscar, has coached in the Louisville area forever. Um, that's their home. That's it was a it was a complete uh, emotional move for them that's where they've always wanted to be um you know that their family has always wanted to be back in louisville so i I think it was you know it it was a it was a gut-wrenching he almost left a few years ago but he had you know for after his first couple years at purdue because they had just hired they had an opening um they ended up hiring uh, satterfield from appalachia state uh you know and then he moved on after a couple of years and it opened back up again so we always kind of knew at Purdue that Jeff Brom was, was his heart and where he'd end up at Louisville. Um, we just hope we'd keep him as long as we could because he's a star. Uh, he's, he's, the be- he's one of the best play callers in all of college football. Um, he's got a, just a brilliant offensive mind, and we've seen that um, you know, throughout his career. So, uh, you know, surprise, not really. Um, you know, we're all disappointed for sure because we were hoping we'd keep him as long as we could. Um, but when you have home calling you and that's just, you know, that, that's where it's at, uh, you, you kind of understand a little bit about his mentality. We're talking with Kelly Kitchell, former Purdue offensive lineman. He's now director of development for the Boilermakers and is also part of the Purdue football radio broadcast team. He joins us here in RP3 and company. All right, let's talk about your former teammate, Drew. What's that like seeing him back on campus and back involved with the football team? Yeah, Drew. Drew comes back quite a bit, actually. He's been, uh, you know, this is this is Drew's home. There's two places in the world, uh, you know, other than his hometown in Austin, Texas, that that Drew will always be beloved and always be taken care of, and that's that's New Orleans and that's West Lafayette, Indiana. And you know, so he comes back and he's uh, invested in our community quite a bit. And to have him come and and invest in our program the way that he has, I mean, is just terrific. 
for these couple of weeks leading up to the bowl game. And what an opportunity for uh, the quarterbacks on the staff to be able to, or on the team right now, to be able to pick Drew's brain. You've got a Hall of Fame quarterback there, uh, one of the best to ever do it, that's spending time with you and giving up you know, his time to, to give back to our program and give back to these kids. And um, so it's a great opportunity. It's been great for, you know, there's a bunch of us that are still in and around the, the West Lafayette, Indianapolis area. We were all able to get together and, and kind of uh, and, and spend time together again, which is great as well. We're all, there's a lot of us going down to Orlando um, that, that'll, that'll be able to kind of reunite again. So it's, uh, it's been great to have Drew. And like I said, what a great opportunity for those kids to, to, uh, to just be able to utilize Drew, Drew's knowledge you know, uh, of the game of football and what it takes to get to the highest level in the sport, both in college and in the NFL, and just ha- have that have that have that time with him is kind of, you know, it, it, you can't beat it. I guess uh, for for all intents and purposes, there you you know for for Austin Burton and for the other quarterbacks that are still around right now to to get that time with him is great. And what's, and what's that time really kind of pertaining? Is it just kind of pulling him aside? Is it going through drills, breaking down film? What's kind of been Drew's role in that regard? You know, Drew came in last week. Um, he came in. They had three or four practices last week. That he was he, He's part of the staff. I mean, he was in there the first night. He came in, and he was grinding on film till the wee hours of the morning, I know, and, and trying to understand what, what he had in front of him and how he could best help these guys and watch a bunch of film to see what – you know, uh, he, he could help develop him in the short time that he had um, and see what they're seeing and understand what, what our offense is about so he can jump right in. And, you know, he's a, he's a full-fledged coach. He's, I mean, he's got keys to the building and everything. You know, he, he, he's, he's right there with them. He's part of the program right now for these two weeks um, as, as much as any coach on staff. So, you know, he's going to be involved or he is involved in the game plan. Um, he's involved in, in every aspect of our program right now. Let's talk about the actual game because Purdue obviously has its players that have declared for the draft or entered the portal. The same thing has been going on with LSU. They find out earlier this week that Kayshawn Butte has decided to change his mind and he's declared for the draft. And they've had several defensive players that have done so as well. What do you think is going to be the big key matchup or keys to the game, so to speak, for Purdue versus LSU come Monday. Yeah, it's boy, it's really tough to give a keys to the game. I think for Purdue, they've got to find a way early in this game to put some points on the board. Um, you know, whether it's it's some trick plays because we know the Browns always have have those up their sleeve. Um, it, whether it's going to be you know utilizing Austin Burton who played at UCLA, played a lot of snaps at UCLA, but was behind Aiden O'Connell for the last two years. Um, you, and he's a different type of quarterback. He's he's got he can utilize his legs a little bit more, and his arm strength's gotten better in the last couple of years for sure. Um, so it's utilizing him in a, in a way when you're you know whether he's running the zone read, whether he's running some option football, just doing different things that way. We've got um, you know you've got uh, Devin Mockaby as well, who who was a freshman All American or a freshman All Big Ten guy this year. He's going to be a thousand yard rusher as well, and so. It's going to be finding a way early in this game to put some points on the board, uh, just just so they we don't get down. I mean, we've seen we've seen Purdue get down the last couple of years in the bowl games. Last year, we were able to fight back against Tennessee and end up winning in double overtime. 
um, you know, on the on the backs of, of some guys that didn't really contribute as much because we lost David Bell. But last year you had a guy named Brock Thompson who kind of came out of nowhere, was injured a lot of the season, and ended up being the MVP of the bowl game. Um, you know, and then on defense, you lose Jalen Graham as well, who was our best defensive player declared for the draft. Um, and and it, we're, we've got a bunch of D linemen who are kind of one foot in, one foot out. They, they, they're in the portal, but they're still playing this bowl game, which is kind of weird in itself as well. But, you know, these guys, are they got a lot of play for. And so it, it's going to be really, like I said, it, it's, it's going to be really, really interesting. Purdue's got to put some points on the board early, and they got to find a way just to get LSU on the ground because I think it's going to be extremely tough um, to, to just match up physically for Purdue but they've got to find a way either to create turnovers or do something different in this, in this matchup to stay in the game early. Kelly, we'll wrap it up with this, brother. Uh, wide receiver Tyrone Tracy gets to stay in the hotel room that Cheez-It describes as Cheez-It heaven. He's going to stay in the Cheez-It hotel room. My last question to you is, are you jealous, envious that he gets to stay in the Cheez-It hotel room? And have you asked him to bring any Cheez-It gear back home for you? I, I'm extremely jealous. We're, we're driving down to Orlando, taking my family. Um, we're driving down to Orlando, and we got Cheez-Its all over our car right now. And I'm extremely je- jealous because uh, uh, I don't think I'm going to have any in my hotel room down there. So I may have to go raid his. I, he's got a football helmet full of Cheez-Its, and I'm a big fan. Um, I'm a big old offensive lineman that – they found a way to put a bunch of weight on, but haven't found a way to take it all off yet. So, I'm uh, yes, I, I think it's that's really – and Tyrone Tracy's a great, great kid as well. He's a transfer from Iowa, came in this year to help the Boilermakers. And um, he, he's got he's got a good social media presence. He's actually uh, – you know, he, he's, he's going to be in a communications and things major down the road. Uh, I know he's having a lot of fun with it, and it's a, it's a kind of a neat promotion that they've done with Jesus. So, I'm excited to see – I'm definitely going to sneak in there and see if I can't grab a handful or two. (laughs) Kelly, appreciate you making the time for us. Brother, enjoy the trip with the family down to Orlando. And uh, obviously, uh, best of luck uh, with you and the Boilermakers moving forward. Thank you so much, and Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year to you, Ray. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, it should be an interesting one. That's Kelly Kitchell, former Purdue offensive lineman. He's now director of development. He's also part of the Purdue Boilermakers football radio broadcast team once again purdue lsu they will meet in the cheese it citrus bowl on monday of course we'll have that game for you live right here on the game we got to take a timeout, but more rp3 and company coming up we'll wrap up our number two update that poll question of the day that's all coming up right here on the game southwest louisiana sports station and your home for the lsu tigers and world series champion houston astros this is raging cajun legend jake delome and you're listening to the game 1037 lafayette and 1041 lake charles southwest louisiana's sports station here is the game traffic report on 1037 lafayette and 1041 lake charles Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. It's a Friday morning. Rain is coming down. There are no accidents to report right now, but be careful out there. Roads will be wet and slippery. And if you see something, do say something. Just call us at 337-706-0119. That's your traffic report on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. 
Shop limited-time deals at the truckload event at Lowe's. Happening now. Save big on your favorites across the store. During this event, get up to 50% off select tools and accessories. Plus, find the perfect floor tile for your home for less. Get up to 50% off select styles while you can. Head to your local Lowe's store or visit Lowe's.com to shop the truckload event today. Valid 1229 to 125 while supplies last. Selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. Discount taken at time of purchase. Have you heard? Proactive Plus is faster and better than ever. Stay tuned for a million bottle giveaway and you'll also receive free shipping. Do you have troubled skin? Acne? Well, we have great news. With Proactive Plus, your acne can heal and you can help prevent new breakouts from happening. Don't miss this limited time offer. Give us a call at 800-531-5691 because we're going to let a million people try Proactive Plus risk-free and get two free gifts and also receive free shipping when you call right now. You heard it. This offer won't last long. So call Proactive Plus now and you'll receive a 60-day risk-free trial of Proactive Plus, two free extras, and free shipping. Call 800-531-5691. This is our exclusive radio offer never on TV. Get your risk-free 60-day trial of Proactive Plus with free shipping. That's right, free shipping. Don't wait. Call 800-531-5691. That's 800-531-5691. The new year is here. Time for a change. Start a recession-resistant new career in the high-demand IT field with My Computer Career. In just months, already in IT? Build your cybersecurity skills and prep for thousands of open positions employers nationwide are desperate to fill. Attend classes live online or on campus. And financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. Make this your year. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. That's mycomputercareer.edu. At Antenna TV, we've got big hair and even bigger personalities. I know that. We've got cool guys. Thank you. You have great taste. Classy ladies <laughs> and strange characters. You can get wholesome family time or uh, not. Because no matter what you're looking for, Antenna TV has something for everyone. Ain't that great? Watch Antenna TV Acadiana on KXKW over the air on channel 32.2. Time for you to visit the Game Rewards Club at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. Here's what you could score. Right now in the Game Clubhouse, you can score a $150 gift certificate to Mr. Lester's Steakhouse at Cypress Bayou Casino. From game and concert tickets to restaurant gift certificates, you can score big by joining the Game Clubhouse. Go sign up today at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. NBA fans, DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to when betting on the NBA this holiday season. I love the same game parlays. I love the easy and fast payouts, and you know I love those player prop options. Let's look at tonight's game, for example. Pelicans riding a four-game winning streak. They're taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. This is a marquee matchup inside the Smoothie King Center. Over-under total for the two teams is 228. That seems maybe a little bit low to me. Points right now through DraftKings. C.J. McCollum over under 19 and a half. Zion over under 26 and a half. Valachunas 13 and a half. 
Or the way Zion's playing coming off that 43-point game, I may take the over there. Here's the deal. It's the games inside the games that makes things so interesting. And right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving Louisiana NBA fans a special gift. For a limited time, you can get a no-sweat bet on every New Orleans Pelicans game this December. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in under the Promos tab, and place an eligible bet of your choice on a New Orleans game. If it doesn't hit, you're going to get your money back in a free bet. Simply download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. New customers can sign up with promo code 1037GAME and get a no-sweat bet on every New Orleans Pelicans game this December. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app and opt in today to receive this limited-time offer. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. You must be 21 years of age to play, physically present in Louisiana, select parishes only, max reward limits apply, only one free bet issued based on amount of initial losing bet. Eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.draftkings.slash basketball terms. Licensee partners, Golden Nugget Lake Charles. And if you have a gambling problem or know someone who does, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's check in on all the poll question of the day. We asked you, what do you got on tap this holiday weekend? It's going to be busy. College football playoff semifinals are going on. New Year's Eve celebrations, the New Year's Day get-togethers. Right now, 58% of you say you're going to be spending your weekend watching the college football playoff semifinals. 37% of you say you're going to be watching the college football playoff semis. You're going to be popping off fireworks, and you're going to be partying with your friends. Only 5% say partying with friends, and no votes just for popping off fireworks. Looks like a lot of you want to do it all this weekend. Darren on Twitter says, tomorrow is my mom's birthday. Shout out to Darren's mama. Her birthday's tomorrow. Hope she has a great and safe and delightful birthday. Happy birthday from all of us at the game to Darren's mom. Who Dat Forever says, I got a Ruth Chris gift card for Christmas. So there's that. My man. My man. Go enjoy yourself. That's a good time. That's a good time. Keep those votes coming on our poll question of the day. Leave your comments on Facebook and Twitter. Just make sure you keep it clean for the kids. Two hours in the books. Final hour of today's show and of the week is up next. It's jam-packed. We're going to have Ryan Hinton on, that boy Wolf, from the Saints Twitter podcast in half an hour. 20 minutes from now, Dan Favalli from Bleacher Report to talk about the association. But first up, Chris Vanini from The Athletic, college football writer, columnist, previewing the semifinals and the marquee bowl games. That's all coming up next right here on The Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, and your home for the LSU Tigers and the World Series champion Houston Astros. Did you know that driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal? And if you drive while you're high, law enforcement can definitely tell. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. Gidry's Alignment and Auto Specialist wishes you a bountiful Thanksgiving, a very Merry Christmas with all your family and friends, and a very happy and prosperous 2023. We hope your holiday season is full of peace, joy, and happiness. 
when you want to have the biggest fireworks display in the neighborhood. When power counts, you got to go to Freeman's Fireworks. At Freeman's, you'll find fireworks for all ages, including sparklers, firecrackers, rockets, novelties, 182-shot junkyard dog, ammo crates, the decimator, 372-shot war machine, Fort Knox, and the granddaddy of them all, the godfather. Freeman's Fireworks on Admiral Doyle and Jefferson Island and Nelson Canal and Maine in New Iberia, the home of no duds, guaranteed. I'm Terry Mitchell. I'm the director for Workforce Board 83. I've been here 32 years. We offer career counseling, learn while you earn, on-the-job training, work experience opportunities, and apprenticeship. Top-notch A1 staff, they're professional and they're here ready to help. They want to see individuals succeed. We're here to get you back to work, Louisiana. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette, we are Southwest Louisiana's sports station. KLWB, Karen Crow, Lafayette. The Game, 1037. KLCJ FM, Oak Grove, Lake Charles. The Game, 1041, a Delta Media station. This game isn't fun. This game is a war. It's time for the two-minute drill. Hurry it up, hurry it up, hurry it up. By FanDuel Sportsbook, where you can make every moment more. Come on, let's go, you guys! Get in here, we gotta go fast now. The LSU Tigers got some good news on Thursday as star defensive back Major Burns announced that he would be returning to the team for his senior season. Burns and Tigers will take on the Purdue Boilmakers in the Cheese It Citrus Bowl in Orlando on Monday. You can listen to the game live here on The Game. Kickoff is set for noon. A night after the men's basketball team took down ranked Arkansas in SEC opener, the LSU women's team did the same with a 69-45 win in Fayetteville. Angel Reese had 19 points and 16 rebounds for her 13th consecutive double-double of the season. The Louisiana Raging Cajuns women's team opened up the Sunbelt Conference play with a 54-41 win over Georgia State. Lanya Wheaton led all scores with 16 points. The UL men, meanwhile, dropped their opener on the road with a 77-76 loss at Coastal Carolina. The Dallas Cowboys beat the Tennessee Titans 27-13 on Thursday night football. Florida State edged Oklahoma in the Cheez-It Bowl 38-35, while Washington outlasted Texas 27-20 in the Alamo Bowl. NBA suspends 11 players involved in the Magic Pistons altercation, and the sports world is mourning Brazilian soccer legend Pele. The only man to have won three World Cups passed away on Thursday at the age of 82. This has been Blaw Bayrod with your two-minute drill. Still on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for LSU Tigers and World Series champion Houston Astros. The two-minute drill has been powered by FanDuel Sportsbook, where you can make every moment more. This weather update on the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles is brought to you by Superior Contract Cleaning, Acadiana's top choice for flood, fire, and mold remediation. Visit superiorcontractcleaning.com. 
Heavy showers and thunderstorms likely this Friday morning. There is a low risk for severe weather and flash flooding, so be weather aware. By the afternoon, rain chances start to ease up. We'll see temperatures then hovering in the upper 60s to lower 70s under a mostly cloudy sky. From the lawn, downward Storm Team Weather Center, I'm Chris Kozar. Live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette, here is the producer extraordinaire, Hannah Five Names, and your big, bald, beautiful host, Raymond Parts III, better known as RP3. New Year's Eve weekend has arrived. It is upon us. We are in the midst of bowl season. Had a couple of very entertaining games yesterday, including the Cheez-It Bowl between Florida State and Oklahoma. College football playoff semifinals are on tap this weekend. And to break those games down for us, as well as the New Year's six bowl game matchups, some good ones, Alabama, K-State in the Sugar Bowl, Clemson, Tennessee in the Orange Bowl, is our friend, the award-winning reporter, columnist from The Athletic who covers college football. Chris Vanini joins us. Chris, hope you had a Merry Christmas, brother. Happy New Year to you and your family, my friend. Well, thank you very much. Same to you. All right, so we're geared up. Before we look ahead to the weekend slate of all the New Year's Six Bowl games and the college football playoff semifinals, we've had plenty of entertaining games so far this bowl season. What are some of the ones that have really kind of stood out to you that have caught your attention? Well, I think some of the best have really come in the last couple of days. I, I think about Oregon, North Carolina, the Holiday Bowl, where uh, Oregon made a second-half rally, scored a touchdown in the final seconds, had to joint the extra point in to get the win. I think about Kansas-Arkansas uh, Kansas, in the Liberty Bowl, a game that went to triple overtime after Kansas made a 30 – they were down like 38-13, to 13, I think, in the second half. They came back. Uh, it, it, it's felt like it's progressively gotten more exciting. We've had a lot of close games. I think like 11 or 12 of these games have been one-score games. It started with the group of five games. Now it got into the power five games that were pretty good, and that leads into the semifinals uh, this weekend. You mentioned Oregon, and I'm glad you did. I remember watching in person Bo Nix at Auburn. Uh, the guy that's now playing for Oregon actually looks like a very good quarterback. How did that happen? Yeah, I actually went up to Eugene uh, this season to talk with him about that. And I, I think part of it was just getting away from everything he'd been used to. You know, he grew up in the South. He, he grew up the son of an Auburn legend. He's a five-star recruit, goes to Auburn, and he expects to have, you know, all the big success right from the beginning. And, you know, he, he won his first game. He had a pretty good freshman year. But that, that pressure was a lot. And he there were so many things that he felt like he had to do as the young court starting quarterback of an SEC team, that you just kind of figure out and work out with age and going across country to Oregon with his with his uh, with his girlfriend at the time, uh, just really helped him focus a lot better. And he he's kind of realized the quarterback 
he needs to be not the quarterback he always thought he should uh, have to be. And it also, you know, he plays in a great offense that uses all his skills and not playing SEC defenses every week probably helps. But he, he you know, as the meme says, he really is having fun. Uh, he had a great season, uh, nearly would have the Pac-12 championship, probably should have. And Oregon will come back next year as probably a top-10 team in the preseason with Knicks coming back. And he's probably going to be a Heisman Trophy candidate, I would assume, especially coming off the season that he's had. And I want to a- ask you about that as well because we know Caleb Williams is coming back. We know May at North Carolina is coming back. Got a ton of great quarterbacks coming back. But a guy that's getting a ton of buzz and in some reports have them as a preseason favorite for the Heisman next year is a young man the son of Deion Sanders, who's transferring from Jackson State to Colorado. What do you make of the hype already around Sanders and his son and the Colorado Buffaloes? Look, it's Deion Sanders, so there's always going to be a lot of hype around anything that he does or anything that involves him, and, and not unrightly so. He did a great job at Jackson State. You know, Dion before he coached at Jackson State, he was Shadur's offensive coordinator at Trinity Christian High School here in Texas. So he, he's coached his son for a while now, and he's seen him move up from high school to college, and now will be moving up from FCS football to FBS football. I, I, I think we need to see that adjustment still. It's, it's, it's really a different game when you move up to that level, especially at the Power Five. Not saying he can't do it, but I just I don't know if I'd put him as a Heisman favorite yet, especially in the Pac-12 where you've got – Caleb Williams, the reigning Heisman winner. You've got Bo Nix. You've got Michael Penix Jr. at Washington coming back as well. Uh, there's a lot of really good quarterbacks in the Pac-12, especially that league is going to be incredibly fun and, and deep. And I think that, that, more, that more than anything might be the thing that holds Colorado back in Dion's first season is that you know they play TCU to open the season and they've got a nine-game Pac-12 schedule, which is very tough. So, uh, it, it's going to take an adjustment for Dion probably a couple of years, but uh, you know we'll we'll see what Shadur can do against Power Five teams. Let's start with the first New Year's Six bowl game that's going to be played, and that's going to be tonight. That's the Orange Bowl between Tennessee and Clemson, a battle of top ten teams. But we know that the Volunteers will not have Hendon Hooker. They will not have Hyatt. They will not have. A couple of other stars. What are you wanting to see or expecting to see when the Volunteers and the Tigers battle it out tonight in the Orange Bowl down in Miami? This is one of those New Year's Six games that almost feels like it's it's a preview of 2023. I mean, like if this was the first game of the 2023 season, this would be massive. You've got Cade Klubnick, the Clemson quarterback, who has finally you know really got the starting job now. Uh, and, and we'll see him against the SEC team. Uh, Joe Milton may be Tennessee's quarterback next year. You know, Jalen Hyatt's out. Uh, Hendon Hooker's out. Tennessee fans definitely happy to be here after after being down for so long. But I think whichever team wins this game is going to feel really good going into next season. I, I, obviously, Clemson tries to make the playoff every year. didn't happen this year. But if you get a win against Tennessee and, and Klubnik looks good to close the season, that gets you excited for 2023 again. So I think this is one of those games where it's almost more about uh, what it means going into next year. The next New Year's Six Bowl game is tomorrow. That's the Sugar Bowl, early kick, 11 a.m. 
Alabama, Kansas State, and the Crimson Tide have traditionally, when they're not in the playoff or not in a, you know, competing for a championship, they they tend to put together lackluster performances in bowl games. And you know, Utah, Oklahoma, both got the better of the Tide fairly easily in the Sugar Bowl. But this year it seems a little bit different, right, Chris? With both Bryce Young and Will Anderson deciding to play in the game, they had no really no real opt outs for this bowl game. That was a little surprising. What do you make of this matchup between the Crimson Tide and the Wildcats of K State? Yeah, that, that, I think when this when this game was first announced, a lot of us thought, oh, you know, you got Kansas State, the underdog against Alabama, who's going to be missing all the big players. This is the clear spot where Alabama drops the game because it didn't care to be there or something like that. But like you said, you've got Bryce Young playing, you've got Will Anderson, you've got some really good Alabama players in this game. So this is Alabama at full strength. And I'm very curious to see what, what, what that means um, because it's been a weird year for Alabama. We haven't really talked about them for a while, but you know they, they almost lost a few more games. They almost lost to Texas a and They almost lost to Texas. It's been, a, it's been an odd season. They struggled on the offensive line. They struggled uh, at receiver and, and defensive back. I don't know if this Kansas State – I think feeling like this Kansas State offense is maybe not a great matchup. For, for Kansas State, going against Alabama is not a great matchup. But it's going to be a fun environment. Kansas State fans travel well. I'm sure there'll be a ton of fans there. And it's just it's a new matchup. It's a, you know Alabama's typically in the playoffs, so when they're not, you get a matchup you don't often get. So Alabama Kansas State, I think it's going to be pretty fun for a for a morning affair. Technically, I think it's 10 a.m. local time. I think it kicks. Yeah, it's 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 gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a little early. <laughs> it's gonna be a little bit early. Uh, before we get to the semifinals, which are going to be on Saturday, let's look ahead to the other two marquee New Year's Six Bowl games. And I want to talk about the Cotton Bowl because it's the biggest bowl game Tulane's been in since World War II. A huge season for them, uh, a historic season for them. USC misses out on the college football playoff, but they do have the Heisman Trophy winner with Lincoln Riley as their head coach. On paper, a lot of people are just saying this is going to be an easy win for the Trojans. Do you give the Green Wave any chance whatsoever to pull off the upset in the Cotton Bowl there in Arlington? I, I give them a chance because it, it, UC, USC is not some impenetrable team. It's a defense that has really struggled all year, and they've kind of only gotten by by forcing turnovers. Uh, and I guess, you know, We'll see what Caleb Williams health is. He was really banged up at the end of the season, got hurt in that championship game. So, uh, not every. I think Jordan Addison is missing the game for uh, USC as well. So it's it's an intriguing matchup for for that reason. This isn't a USC team that hoped to make the playoffs at the beginning of the year, although they certainly missed the chance to do that by losing the Pac-12 championship game. So I, I am kind of curious what their intensity is coming out of this. But it's USC's biggest bowl game in a few years too. So. Uh, this is, like you said, it is a really intriguing matchup. I think Tulane's got a chance. I think Michael Pratt, uh, you know, in, in what that defense has done, I, I think Tulane's got a shot. The New Year's Six Bowl game that seems to be an afterthought this year is the Rose Bowl, which is always weird to say, and I love the Rose Bowl game. Penn State, Utah, two teams that are already 10-win teams looking to end the season with a statement. Utes, Nittany Lions, who do you like in that game? I think Penn State, because I, I, you know, U, Utah's got a couple big name players who aren't playing in that as well, uh, injuries and NFL and whatnot. And, and Penn State, it's an interesting team because 
they didn't really they had they won ten games, but they didn't really win any marquee games. They played Ohio State tough, and they got blown out by Michigan. That's about the only notable games that they played. But in Sean Clifford's last game at quarterback, you got some really good freshman running backs, and I, I think it's 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 a good matchup. I think for Penn State to kind of see what they've got. Um, and, and again, Utah was just there last year; they've experienced it. But I, I, I think Penn State uh, perhaps is the one that gets this one. And even if they do win this one, I look ahead and, you know, the Pac-12 has been down for a while, but with Knicks and Oregon back next year, Dion and what he's going to be doing at Colorado, Caleb Williams back at USC, Washington, they're going to have some guys back in Utah. Man, the Pac-12 looks like it's going to be loaded for 2023. Yeah, you know, they haven't had a playoff team since, what, 2016? They, they nearly did this year, but... Uh, that league is going to be loaded next year. Not not a bad time for the conference to be going through its media rights deal, which should be wrapped up pretty soon. But also, you know, DJ Wangalole, the former Clemson quarterback, going to Oregon State, which just won 10 games for the third time in school history. This league is really, I think, maybe the deepest at the top in terms of the conference. I think it's going to be like four or five 10-win teams probably by the end of the season for this year. So, yeah, the Pac-12 next year, going to be a heck of a lot of fun. I think it's I think it surprised a lot of people next year uh, this year, but next year we'll go in unknowing that all of the Pac-12 is going to be really good and hopefully they get more attention for that. All right, Chris, let's switch over to the semifinals which will be tomorrow Saturday. And the first game on tap is number 3 TCU versus number 2 Michigan, and that of course is going to be held at the Fiesta Bowl in Glendale, Arizona. Everyone's kind of slotted in big blue to advance to the championship game. I don't know if that's because people aren't respecting TCU or the fact that TCU lost in overtime in the Big 12 championship game. But I think this is going to be a really good game. What about you? Yeah, TCU's got a shot for sure. I I just think there's not a lot of different paths for that to go. I think the way that that has to go is TCU slows down the Michigan running game and TCU hits the big plays in the passing game. I mean, TCU has been one of the most explosive teams in the country. It's not a team that hits a lot of doubles. It's, it's a lot of home run balls, and there was a point against Kansas State where it felt like they were just chucking it up every single play to try to get something moving because they've got some really, really good wide receivers, and Quentin Johnson's one of the best at going up and getting it. So I, I think you'll see if Michigan has one-on-one coverage on the outside, uh, TCU's going to – throw it up and try to have their guys get it. They're going to have to hit quite a few of those, I think, to win this one because I think I think Michigan's going to shut down the TCU running game in the trenches, and TCU's going to have to hit those big plays. So you like Michigan in that ball game. What about the nightcap, Ohio State versus Georgia, the defending national champs? I do think Ohio State has more path to victory just because of the talent that they have. Uh, especially offensively. I think the issue is, can Ohio State stop Georgia? I mean, this is an Ohio State defense that we've seen them in the big games before, in the playoff games, you know, the last handful of years. Clemson, they, they've lost. They got blown up by Alabama in the championship game a couple of years ago. They've just they've been very slow, especially at linebacker on defense. And you saw that against Michigan with the big running plays that Michigan got. So, Georgia's going to be able to attack those linebackers with those two really good tight ends they've got, including Brock Bowers, who might actually be the best player in the country. And I think Ohio State is going to have to get some stops. I think Ohio State can score the ball, but they can't let it get too far away from them. I think this is a spot where 
maybe in, in the late in the first half or maybe in the second half, something's going to happen and it's going to go against Ohio State. Can they rebound or are they going to crumble? I think we saw it with Michigan where they couldn't put Michigan away. Eventually a couple of things went Michigan's way and then they just fell apart at the end of the game. And I think that's something we've seen from Ohio State before. So they're going to have to battle some adversity in this one. Chris, appreciate your time as always. Brother, happy new year. Enjoy the slate of games. Got to, I got to ask you, which one are you going to live in person? Uh, I'm not going to the semis. I am going to the championship game, though, in L.A. Oh, there it is. There it is. Enjoy that, brother, and enjoy your holiday weekend, my friend. Yep, thanks for having me. We're going to take a timeout. When we return here on RP3 and Company, we're going to shift gears from college football to the association. Dan Vavali, Bleacher Report NBA reporter, will join us next right here on The Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, and your home for the LSU Tigers and the World Series champion, Houston Astros. Time now for your LSU update, delivered by GW Oliver Pool Construction. Turn your backyard dreams into a reality. Coming up on Monday, it's the 2023 Cheez-It Citrus Bowl from Orlando, Florida, featuring the Purdue Boilermakers out of the Big Ten and your Fighting Tigers of LSU out of the SEC. We'll have wall-to-wall coverage right here along the LSU Sports Radio Network beginning at 10 a.m. with LSU Game Day presented by Three Olives. Then at 11.30, we'll go live from Camping World Stadium for the action of the Boilermakers and your Fighting Tigers. First-year head coach Brian Kelly leads LSU into battle in the 2023 Cheez-It Citrus Bowl as the Tigers take on Purdue. In a world of overtime and over budget, GW Oliver Pool Construction over-delivers. Just go to GWOliver.com today and see how. Here is the game traffic report on 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. We've got two accidents to report on, one with injuries at the intersection of East Calais Saloon Road and Southwest Evangeline Thruway. The other accident is also on East Calais Saloon Road, but this time intersecting with Hugh Wallace Road, right next to Wood Springs Suites Lafayette. That's your traffic report on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. The game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles is your home for the McNeese Coaches Show. From football in the fall through baseball in the spring, the McNeese Coaches Show is where you can hear from the Cowboy coaches themselves. Join host Jim Gazzolo every Wednesday night at 6 for the McNeese Coaches Show, presented by Maplewood Burgers, Line of Bed out of Westlake, and the Southwest Louisiana Law Center. The game is your home for the McNeese Coaches Show. With 2022 coming to a close, our team at H&E Equipment and Broussard would like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible year. We wish you all a joyful and prosperous new year. Thank you for continuing to choose us at H&E Equipment in Broussard. Misfits Dine and Drink is a destination restaurant in Broussard, just south of La Triomphe on the access road off Evangeline Thruway. They're serving a full lunch and dinner menu featuring Cajun-influenced Italian dishes. Misfits is always adding inspired new items along with pairing them with new wines. So if you haven't eaten there yet, treat yourself to Misfits. Busy this week? Then come to brunch this Saturday or Sunday. Try Misfits once and it will become one of your favorite restaurants. 
I'm Terry Mitchell. I'm the director for Workforce Board 83. I've been here 32 years. We offer career counseling, learn while you earn, on-the-job training, work experience opportunities, and apprenticeships. Top-notch A1 staff, they're professional and they're here ready to help. They want to see individuals succeed. We're here to get you back to work, Louisiana. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. Help Ukrainian children. Shazam this song. Scroll down Shazam. Open on YouTube. Follow the link and donate. Delta Home Center and Trailer Sales, your one-stop shop for utility and cargo trailers, heavy-duty dump and gooseneck trailers, portable buildings, cabins, decks, porches, fences, metal carports, site-built metal shops, and mobile homes. Located at Exit 7 in Caracro or at deltatrailersales.com. At Shetler Corley Ford and Don Shetler Chevrolet in Crowley, we go farther for you. Shetler Corley Ford and Don Shetler Chevrolet are owned and operated by the Corley family and have been serving Acadiana for over 54 years. We offer full on-site maintenance and repairs that are performed by factory-trained technicians. When you buy a car, SUV, or truck from us, we take care of you until you buy your next vehicle. We are committed to delivering an ownership experience above and beyond your expectations. That's Shetler Corley Ford and Don Shetler Chevrolet. A recent survey discovered that game listeners prefer our station than going to the dentist. Take that, dental hygiene. This is The Game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. It has been a fascinating start to the season in the association. Western Conference wide open. Defending champs on the struggle bus. Are the Pelicans a legit contender? What about the Grizzlies? Over in the east, sure does look like it's Milwaukee and Boston and everyone else. To break it all down for us is our friend from Bleacher Report, Dan Favalli joins us now on RP3 and Company. Dan, Merry Christmas to you and yours, brother. Happy New Year to you and your family as well, bud. Uh, right back at you. Thank you so much for having me. All right, let's start in the East. Not really surprised Boston, Milwaukee are kind of dominating things, but in the last few weeks, the Brooklyn Nets have really kind of come alive after they fired poor Steve Nash. The team has seemingly kind of rallied together Kevin Durant's playing at an MVP level what's going so right with Brooklyn right now um I mean everything is clicking when you look at them and you finally piece together a stretch of stability where your team is and guys back into the lineup we've seen um Joe Harris get Curry get better TJ Warren has come back provided a nice offensive punch and they're defending really well I mean Kevin Durant specifically has taken on some really tough assignments I think, you know, his effort, or not effort, but execution overall has probably been a bit overstated, but he's had some really high highs. And this is in the backdrop of Ben Simmons is back and healthy, defending really well. Nick Claxton is having a breakout year. And then having Kyrie Irving in the lineup actually available, not causing distractions. 
Um, it's allowed the team, the offense, to, to settle into this groove, and they've got a lot of nice complementary shooting. They have a, a good number of quality wings now, and Utah Watanabe and T.J. Warren to pair with Durant and Irving to sort of mix up their, their lineups. And so this is a team that I don't trust. I don't think that we're supposed to trust, but they, the way that they're playing right now, if their personnel is going to be available, it's sustainable and it absolutely throws a wrench into the, the Eastern Conference picture Cleveland Cavaliers had that great start to the season with their revamped roster and you know it's been a bit of an up and down affair ever since what do you make of the Cavs right now who sit at 22 and 14 overall you know they look like a real threat and there are nights where there are these lows and you see it feels like they're missing this this huge piece um with more depth off the bench um, whether it's you know Kevin Love struggling while pl- trying to play through a thumb fracture, whether it's do they regret not being more aggressive and trying to figure out that three spot, um, they're they're going through it. They're exploring some things with Evan Mobley on offense. Um, I do think ultimately though that if they want to be in the same tier as Milwaukee or Boston or I guess you know at this point even Brooklyn, you're going to need to figure out that that three spot. And the Dean Wade injury was all time for them, but they just need a higher end option someone who is you know going to really space out the floor stretch defenses hit threes and then maybe give you some point of attack defense at the other end that's that's hard to find and i think something to point to is you know he's been borderline necessary without ricky rubio so far this season but caris LeVert really hasn't been great he's been uneven and can you turn his expiring contract um what limited other assets you have into a player who and not just help you, but maybe be a part of your most important closing unit. Dan, the Miami Heat have gone 7-3 and three in their last 10, so they're starting to play better basketball, but they're still right there, you know, barely above 500. What's going on with the Heat, and are they the biggest disappointment so far in the Eastern Conference? They have a case as the biggest disappointment for sure. Uh, losing P.J. Tucker really hurt them on the offensive side. It hurt them on offense overall. Uh, it hurt the way that they, they defend and you're relying on. Yeah, Caleb Martin has been fine at the four, but you've now had to play Jimmy Butler power forward more than ever, and you're relying on guys like Haywood Highsmith, um, the corpse of Duncan Robinson at this point. And I think that that is not the only issue. You've dealt with some injuries as well. But that's been the, the biggest one, and you need to diversify your, your front court rotation a little bit more. Um, and, you know, probably get someone who's going to give you more reliable three-point accuracy and volume. And that's supposed to be Duncan Robinson. They have Max Struess there. Um, but the bench has just been, you know, when you look outside their starting lineup, the bench has just been thinner than you would like. And while that may not matter as much in the playoffs, you sort of reach the playoffs in, in one piece, you're going to want um, to have more options, and then certainly you're just going to want to have a more fully weaponized half-court offense, which is just something they don't have right now. Again, that's not due to P.J. Tucker leaving alone, but he was a big part of their success last year from hitting threes. They ran some nice stuff through him on the block. Um, then his ability, like I said, to, to crash the offense. Flat. We're talking with Dan Vivali, Bleacher Report, NBA reporter. He joins us here on RP3 and Company. Golden State has to be the biggest disappointment so far in the NBA period, right? I mean, they're barely in the play-in tournament as it stands right now, and they're the defending champs. 
Yeah, I mean, it's Denver. The Timberwolves just looking like they're going to implode, but the, the Warriors have a higher bar as the reigning champion, and they started to figure, figure some things out over the past three games. Coming up on a stretch where it seems manageable, and by the end of it, when you look at some of the injuries that have taken place in the West, we could know that Steph Curry's coming back, and maybe they you know, tread water enough um, to ensure that they don't have to go through the plan to reach the playoffs. But there is something inherently unsettling about a team coming off a title. It's not only really dependent on you don't know about. You know, Dante Cummings played well with you trust in the playoffs. James Wiseman kind of finally looked like an NBA player over the past week or so. But like, you're also relying on guys like Patrick Baldwin Jr., Ty Jerome, Anthony Lamb. And it's just a very uncomfortable place to be if you're supposed to be this, not just title contender, but you were supposed to be viewed as this title favorite and so it'll be interesting to see whether they make a trade just to sort of bring in like a seventh or an eighth best player i probably bet against that just given how they've operated in the past and if they're not going to make that move um can they get enough out of the kids consistently enough um, guys like kaminga and moody specifically even getting better shooting better ball control from jordan Poole, and are you going to get that when it matters most not just during the regular season but again whatever playoff situation you wind up in, whether that's in the play-in tournament or one of those top six spots. Two-part question here. Is Luka a top three player in the league, and is LeBron James still a top five player in the league, in your opinion? Great question. I would say Luka is a top three player in the league just because I think right now you're doing an MVP ladder. There's him, there's Jokic, and then we'd probably have to quibble about the third. Is it Tatum? Is it Durant? I would have had Steph his injury so yeah i'll say he's top three lebron is top five no i mean like the lakers are winning the minute he's on the court at the moment and he's been really good but this isn't you know this isn't the same lebron this isn't someone who gets to the rim as much he's definitely more reliant on his jump shot um he has his defensive size but he's not someone who's going to sort of ruin possessions or be able to define your entire team's performance on that end of the floor and to be fair it's not just that he's older. This is just less about him, and we, we kind of just touched on this a little bit. It's the rest of the league. We're asking if Luke is a top three player, but you also have to factor in Giannis and Steph and Jokic and, and Embiid. They're, the league is just so deep with superstar power at the top that I think it makes sense that uh, LeBron, even though he's in this environment where I'm not even sure peak LeBron would be able to salvage the Lakers, he's played well. It's just this is a different type of LeBron we're witnessing. He's still really good. Is he as transcendent as he was three, four years ago? I think the answer to that is no. There's only three games that separate the number one seeded team right now in the Western Conference standings and the number six team. It feels to me to be completely wide open. How many teams do you believe are legit contenders to win the West right now? And are the New Orleans Pelicans one of those teams? I'll answer the first part first. Uh, second part first, excuse me. Yes, Pelicans are contenders. Um, I would like to see them make some sort of a move to, you know, diversify the front court rotation. Um, and I've campaigned for Miles Turner for like years for this group, but they could stand pat and win the West. That's how good they are. When you just look at the way that they've, you know, they've had some defensive issues a little bit more lately, but they've settled down over their past four games. The ion has improved overall. They've been able to run out a bunch of different units, overcome some poor play from Herb Jones, um, when healthy guys and Daniels, Trey Murphy have been great for them. This team is deep, and it's almost a problem some nights because you wonder how they're going to figure out their rotation if they're ever at full strength. And while there is very little margin for error in the West, 
they're in first despite like Brandon Ingram, you know, having missed all that time. Zion has missed time. Herb Jones has missed time. They haven't been at really full strength, I think, for like more than three or four games or whatever it was this year. So they're a team that can win the West. I think the Nuggets are right there. I think the Grizzlies are in the same situation the Pelicans, where I could see them winning the West, but they're also a team I'd like to see make an upgrade, um, particularly in the front court, maybe upgrade some of those power forward minutes. After that, you know, I'm, I'm still tempted to throw full-strength Golden State in there, but I don't know when Steph is coming back or how far they'll fall. Those feel like the three teams to beat, and the fourth one is the caveat that Devin Booker you know, needs to come back and they still need to be in this is the Phoenix Suns. Um, I think that he was playing really well, and that when they've been healthy and they do have the ammo to go out in the trade market and make a move, or a team that's a threat. And then finally, I think if I had to pick the fourth team right now, just based off the injury landscape, the Clippers with the way that Kawhi has played, um, and it looks like you know he's he's as healthy as he's been for them over the past two years, basically. And they still have some stuff to figure out on offense, but their top end units are really good. So the top four in the West, you like the four most likely teams that have come out right now, but. We've seen, I think, five different teams or four different teams in the past month have the number one spot in the West. And so, like you said, it's wide open. Brother, appreciate your time. As always, keep it the tremendous work, and we'll talk to you soon, and Happy New Year, bud. You as well. Thanks so much for having me. Take care. we got to take a timeout. When we return here on RP3 and Company, we'll shift gears to the NFL Saints Eagles get a preview from our guy Ryan Hinton, that boy Wolf from the Saints Twitter podcast. He'll join us for the Big Easy Blitz next, right here on the game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, and your home for the LSU Tigers and World Series champion Houston Astros. This is Brett Musburger's action update. Check out VSIN's catalog of original podcasts, daily and weekly programming to keep you in the know when you're on the go. Only at VSIN.com. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. NFL last night, the Cowboys beat Tennessee 27-13. The Cowboys covered by a half point. They were favored by 13.5. The under was 40. Big games on the schedule this weekend. Carolina looking to keep their playoff hopes alive. They're a three-point underdog at Tampa Bay, the team that they're chasing in the NFC South. The Lions are on the brink of playoff elimination. They need to win Sunday against Chicago. Detroit favored by six. Chicago plus 220. The Giants are favored by six at home against Indianapolis. The Colts plus 200. Washington's favored by two against Cleveland. The Browns plus 110. Three playoff berths still remain in the NFC. With your action update, I'm Bob Stitch from VSIN, the sports betting network. Have your home or business professionally cleaned before the holidays by Superior Contract Cleaning. From a one-time cleaning to regularly scheduled housekeeping, call the pros at 337-247-5567. Superior Contract Cleaning. The Louisiana Association of Broadcasters is now accepting applications for the 2023 Broadcast Scholarship Program. I'm Taylor Nettle, a recipient of the LAB 2022 Broadcast Scholarship, here to tell you the two $4,000 scholarships are available to Louisiana mass communication students pursuing an education and career in radio or television. Visit broadcasters.org or call 1-800-364-7260 for more details. The application deadline is January 27, 2023. Hope to hear you on air soon. Have you heard? Proactive Plus is faster and better than ever. Stay tuned for a million bottle giveaway and you'll also receive free shipping. Do you have troubled skin, acne? Well, we have great news. With Proactive Plus, your acne can heal and you can help prevent new breakouts from happening. 
Don't miss this limited time offer. Give us a call at 800-531-5691 because we're going to let a million people try Proactive Plus risk-free and get two free gifts and also receive free shipping when you call right now. You heard it. This offer won't last long. So call Proactive Plus now and you'll receive a 60-day risk-free trial of Proactive Plus, two free extras, and free shipping. Call 800-531-5691. This is our exclusive radio offer, never on TV. Get your risk-free 60-day trial of Proactive Plus with free shipping. That's right, free shipping. Don't wait. Call 800-531-5691. That's 800-531-5691. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey, guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation and discreet shipping if prescribed. You'll love your results. To start your free online visit, go to forhims.com slash joy. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Do you need professional cleaning? From complete home or business cleaning to fire and water disasters, Superior Contract Cleaning is the only company you'll need. Visit superiorcontractcleaning.com or call 337-247-5567. You know a smart speaker is only as smart as the person using it. You big dummy. Time for you to be smarter and ask your Alexa to enable the game skill. My boy's wicked smart. You can enable it by saying the game Southwest Louisiana. So be smart and have your Alexa play the best live and local sports talk around. All right, let's get it. The game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Houdan is ready for Saints talk. The give to Camara, breaks through, spins at the two, into the end zone, touchdown! Time to talk Saints with the Big Easy Blitz here on RP3 and Company. Ryan Hinton, better known as Dat Boy Wolf from the Saints Twitter Podcast, joins us now. He's such a good sport. I'm forcing this man to come on the radio to talk about his Saints. <laughs> Even though it's been a miserable season, but he has been a pro's pro. Hope you had a Merry Christmas, brother. Happy New Year to you and your family as well. Same to you, bud. And, hey, man, we're coming off a back-to-back win, so maybe things aren't that dark. Ooh, let's get the parade ready. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so back-to-back wins for the first time all season. So, so that's a good thing. And, look, th- we all know this is a lost season. But I want to ask you something. For me, what stands out about this team – this year's team, is that the best players, the ones that have been consistently good week in and week out, are the guys who've been in the league less than three years, man. I'm talking Jawan Johnson, Chris Alave, Rashid Shaheed, Alante Taylor, Caden Ellis, Pete Werner. The guys that are rookies or second and sometimes even third-year players, those are the guys that are playing their best more so than the veterans. What do you make of that? Well, I mean, you could even throw uh, Cesar Ruiz, who, you know, on our podcast, we made a lot of, a lot of fun of 
past few years, but he had a you know he was having a really good season until he ended up on 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 IR a few weeks ago. Yeah, I think that just goes to underscore that look that as bad as the season has been, the the Saints operation has been pretty good at finding and developing players, um, at building a good team, building a team of players that you know are pretty professional. They they love football. I think you've seen that just the last. Just a couple of weeks, man. Even you know, you think when things could have got ugly, they could start hanging it up and you know not caring about winning or losing. They went out there and fight. They went out there to a negative twenty degree game in Cleveland. Could have easily you know just chalked that up as a loss. Nobody would have thought much about it. But they went out there and they fought their tail off, you know, to get a win. Even though you know the playoffs are highly unlikely at this point. Um, so. Look, I think that you just got to give credit to, you know, the operation that they do have going of finding, you know, good players that do love the game. And, you know, they have a – it's a veteran team, so they're professionals, man. They got to go out there. They get paid to play, and they go out there and play hard every uh, every Sunday. So you got to give credit to what credit is due, uh, you know, as far as that aspect. Their slim playoff hopes hinge on them winning their last two games and then getting some help. So yep. let's focus on what they can control, and that's the game in front of them. And they have to go to Philadelphia, a team that has been the bane of their existence for the most part of <laughs> you and I's lifetime. And we don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to play or not. He probably won't, even though he's practicing a little bit uh, this week. But Philly just seems to have their number. They're tough across the line of scrimmage. They like to run the football, which has been an issue for the Saints' defense this year. Uh, are, are you giving the Saints a chance – to go into Philly and get a win this weekend? I'm not. Um, it's it's going to be tough sled, man. This is a different weight class. Look, the Eagles are a little beat up. They are a little injured, um, so it's not perfect. Uh, Lane, Lane Johnson, the tackle, he's going to be out. Um, Looks like Miles Sanders a little banged up. Gardner Minshew, you know, even though he's going to, you know, he probably will play well. You know, he provides a different dynamic than Jalen Hurts does because, you know, they they have not had an answer for Jalen Hurts the past two years when they played him. And, you know, they were a much worse team than they are now. So um, I think the Saints do have a – like the Saints defense does have a chance to kind of keep this game close. But, you know, almost like every week the question is, can the Saints offense put up, you know, 26, 27 points. I just hadn't seen it yet this season. And, you know, the offense is – we'll see where Chris Olave is at this year, this week. He was out last week. Um, they still – you know, we still question, like, you know, what's going on with Alvin Kamara, where are the targets to him. Um, you know, Rashid Shahid, he's been, you know, a great addition. Um, and you got Jawan Johnson. But overall, you know, the offense has been just kind of sporadic and – you know, you can't really count on them. Even when they move the ball, they can't get in the end zone. And, you know, the Eagles' defense is no joke, man. It's a, Their front four is one of the best we've seen in a long time. Every single player, players that don't even play full-time, gets after it. Um, so it's going to be tough sledding. And we got to beat up offensive line ourselves. You know, Pete, he's trying to come back. Reeves, he's on IR. Um, so it's going to be tough sledding, man. Andres Pete trying to come back. If if you're dependent on a guy that I've nicknamed Pond Water um, <laughs> to, to, to come back to help that offensive line, right? Uh, it, it, oh man, that's not that's not great. That's not great. All right, so uh, let's be real. 
What's going to be the biggest offseason priority for this team that's not quarterback related? What are some of the things mm. that you see that this team needs to address to not have to do a full rebuild, but to get back on track, be a division winner in 2023, and be a play, uh, be a Super Bowl contender in 2023 and moving forward? What do they got to do that's not related to the quarterback position? Well, look, let's assume Dennis Allen returns. It all all the signs show that you know he will be returning as head coach. You know, save for that little rumor about Sean Payton. Um, all that said, they need to you try to get a first round pick uh, wherever Sean Payton does go, and they really need to address the defensive line. Unfortunately, <laughs> they really need to address the defensive line because you have uh, Marcus Davenport. He's going to be a free agent. Um, Peyton Turner, you really don't know what you have in him. He's coming off another injured season. Um, David Oyemata, he's also going to be a free agent. Cam Jordan, you know, is in his twilight years, still a good player, but you just don't know, plus his salary. That's your <laughs> that's your front four right there, so they really need to get back into developing their defensive line. And same for the offensive line. Uh, when you look at, you know, Penning, he's been, you know, kind of like a sixth tackle right now. Um, so you want to see – you want him to develop um, Andrews Pete. He has a big salary. That's somebody that could probably be moved, so you'd have to replace him. So I think they really need to focus on the trenches, and they also need to get – if they maintain Alvin Kamara, they need another running back, too, to go with him, some kind of a you know, hard-hitting running back, somebody that can really you know balance out the offense and get you a lot of those tough yards to keep the offense you know on balance. And that that protects you overall, no matter who your quarterback is. Once you get a nice trench game going, defensive line, offensive line, and a nice run game, you know, if you get a rookie quarterback, you get a you know a, um, just a mediocre mid-level quarterback, that all helps. You know what I'm saying? So I think that would need to be the focus to get back to having a strong trenches because, you know, honestly, it really didn't. That was the hallmark of this team the past couple of years with those winning seasons. They've had great offensive line play and great defensive line play. You know, you mentioned quarterback. It's not going to be a great free agent class, right? Derek Carr is probably going to be available. Raiders are more than likely going to cut him. Jimmy G will be mm -hmm. out there. Geno Smith. You know, it's not Ryan Tannehill. It's not as if there's a bunch of world beaters out there that are game changers right. at quarterback. So what do you think the Saints should do at the QB spot? Should they just run it back with Jameis and Andy and maybe draft a guy? Or do you think they try to switch it up and get one of these other mid-level quarterbacks that are going to be available this offseason? You know, it's tough, man, because I really would like to see them draft draft a young quarterback to develop. But even if they do do that, I do think they would rather uh, bring in some kind of veteran. Look, there's going to be a lot of mid-level quarterbacks out there, and it's going to be – the onus will be on finding a scheme fit you know, we'll see what the Saints decide to do with their offensive coaching staff. If they decide, decide to get rid of Pete Carmichael, um, offensive coordinator. I really would like to see them bring in a Greg Williams version of an offensive coordinator. And I'm not talking about bounties. I just mean somebody that could just take that side of the ball on offense and have free reign to coach it up, develop, uh, change the scheme where it needs to be, and just make make that his whole area, and then 
you find the players that fits into that thing, especially at quarterback, somebody that's really good at coaching up the quarterback position. And, look, you have options. You have your Jimmy G's out there. You have your Derek Carrs that will be a little more expensive. You have Geno Smith, which is kind of an interesting player because you really don't know what a guy like him is, you know, should be paid. Ryan Tannehill, he'll be very interesting because, you know, he's somebody that's played well the last couple of years. Um, even Tom Brady will be out there, which is a whole different story. So it'll be interesting, man. I just think they really need to focus on building a lot of team right now and then just see how that quarterback position plays out. Ryan, quickly, only got about 30 seconds. What's the percentage that you're giving Sean Payton that will be back coaching the Saints next season? I'd say it's about a, maybe a 10% chance. It's a, From my sources – it is a chance. It's a real chance. It's not just hoopla, but I think it's still very, 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 very low, like highly unlikely. Brother, you know what's not highly unlikely? Every time you come on here, you deliver. That's always a certainty. Appreciate your time, bud. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy your new year, and we'll talk to you soon, brother. Happy New Year's to you, too. Thank you. It's Ryan Hinton, better known as That Boy Wolf from the Saints Twitter podcast, joining us here on RP3 and Company for the Big Easy Blitz. Man, we got to take our final time out. We'll finalize the poll question of the day and get you set up for Kevin Foot and Footnotes. That's all coming up next right here on The Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, and your home for the LSU Tigers and the World Series champion, Houston Astros. This is Saints legend Roman Harper, and you are listening to The Game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Here is The Game Traffic Report. On 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. The rain will be going on and off all morning, and we've got an accident on 200 South I-49. If you see something, do say something. Call 337-706-0119. That's your traffic report on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Shop limited-time deals at the truckload event at Lowe's. Happening now. Save big on your favorites across the store. During this event, get up to 50% off select tools and accessories. Plus, find the perfect floor tile for your home for less. Get up to 50% off select styles while you can. Head to your local Lowe's store or visit Lowe's.com to shop the truckload event today. Valid 1229-125 while supplies last. Selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. Discount taken at time of purchase. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Have you heard? Proactive Plus is faster and better than ever. Stay tuned for a million bottle giveaway and you'll also receive free shipping. Do you have troubled skin? Acne? Well, we have great news. With Proactive Plus, your acne can heal and you can help prevent new breakouts from happening. Don't miss this limited time offer. Give us a call at 800-531-5691 because we're going to let a million people try Proactive Plus risk-free and get two free gifts and also receive free shipping when you call right now. 
You heard it. This offer won't last long. So call Proactive Plus now and you'll receive a 60-day risk-free trial of Proactive Plus, two free extras, and free shipping. Call 800-531-5691. This is our exclusive radio offer, never on TV. Get your risk-free 60-day trial of Proactive Plus with free shipping. That's right, free shipping. Don't wait. Call 800-531-5691. That's 800-531-5691. Here's to Prilosec OTC. Without Prilosec, I wouldn't be able to enjoy all this yummy holiday food. Speaking of, whoever made that apple pie, delicious. Thank you. I just take one pill each morning and zero heartburn all day. So cheers to Prilosec OTC. Ooh, are those jalapeno poppers? Prilosec OTC prevents excess acid that can cause heartburn, so you can enjoy the holidays. One pill a day, 24 hours, zero heartburn. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. Did you miss the latest episode of Crunch Time with Miguez and Mesh? Here's what the fellas said. You know, it, it's just, it was one of those games where... Poor shooting. Like, I, I thought we could have made a small apartment complex with all the bricks. You scored in spurts, and then you went cold. The mm-hmm. shot selection was also very interesting at the, times. Crunch Time with Miguez and Mesh. Weekday afternoons, 4 to 6, on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Uh, New Year's Eve is tomorrow. New Year's Day, Sunday. You know, it's right around the bend. Mardi Gras. Yeah, it'll be here in no time. And you can get Mardi Gras started the right way with a real fun run. Trail presents the Lundy Gras Barathon Monday, February 20th. It's four miles through Freetown, just south of the parade route. Wear a costume. Enjoy free drinks throughout the course served at the Adult Hydration Station. A party bus will follow close behind so runners can jump aboard at any time. Run all or some or none. The audience will vote for the winner of the costume contest, so bring your loudest, craziest friends. It's the Lundy Gras Barathon. Free drinks, food, and prizes. Register now at latrail.org. That's latrail.org. Final results of the poll question of the day. What will you be doing this holiday weekend? 57% of you say watching the college football playoff semifinals. 32% say you'll be watching the semifinals, popping off fireworks, and partying with your friends. 11% say partying with your friends and no votes just for popping fireworks. Martin on Twitter says, drinking and partying with friends in Thibodeau, then celebrating my birthday on Monday. Well, happy early birthday to the vice chancellor of Erath, Louisiana, our guy Martin. Thanks to all who voted on the poll question of the day and left your comments. We appreciate you. I want to take a moment to thank our guest, Kelly Kitchell, former Purdue offensive lineman and part of the Purdue radio broadcast team, helping us preview the Citrus Bowl between LSU and Purdue on Monday. Of course, you can listen to that game live. Pre-game starts at 10, kickoff at noon. Chris Vanini, our friend from the college football, college we talked college football playoffs with Chris. He's our friend from The Athletic. Dan Favalli, Bleacher Report NBA reporter, and of course, Ryan Hinton, a.k.a. Dat Boy Wolf, from the Saints Twitter podcast. For the producer extraordinaire, Miss Hannah Five Names, I'm Raymond Parch III. Enjoy your holiday weekend. We'll be off on Monday. We'll be back on the air on Tuesday. But until then, be safe out there. Be kind to one another this holiday weekend. Remember that. Be safe, especially while you're partying. 
Kevin Foot and Footnotes is up next right here on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station and your home for the LSU Tigers and the World Series champion Houston Astros. <laughs> 